I don't know what love tastes like. Hailing from the caves of Northern California, you're listening to The Wilson, Tommy, and Handy Show. I taste freedom in my mouth. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. You cannot beat the quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everyone? It is uh, episode 12. Is it already? It's episode 12, but technically two. Hey, you know what happened today, right? What happened today? We broke 800 downloads. Oh, you, you've been holding back. You, you didn't tell me that yet. Hey. I did. I sent you a message. Oh, well, I did an auto reply. Oh. I was like, uh-huh, cool, okay. dude. Whatever. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's, I feel like that's pretty good. I mean, we started at the end of May. It's not bad. That's... Not even three months. It's pretty consistent. <laughs> and there's some good quality I mean, in there. I mean, what you said at the end of that intro was pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I'm Tommy. I wasn't here last week. You weren't. I was on water slides. We had a fun episode, though. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, I, I LOL'd, if you will. A lot. Yeah, a lot. It was fun. L-O-L-A-L? I think it's lulled. L-O-L-D. How do you say that? No, I just said laugh out loud a lot. Oh, um, well. <laughs> no, I was going to label that one um, either the uh, misophonia um, episode or the ASMR episode because. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Handy and Oreos. <laughs> those don't mix at all. They sounded good, though. They, I, I was they actually, tasted good. When I was listening, I was working. I was at a store, and I actually walked down the cookie aisle to take a look at them. Yeah. So, um but yeah, what do you think of that intro, dude? It was good. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So if you guys don't know that song, dude, that's uh that's Rick Derringer. He uh and that song is Hulk Hogan's theme song they used to walk out to on the uh when in WWF wrestling and they'd be playing that song. And Back I w- before they had to change it because WWF became the World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah, now it's WWE, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's actually back when I used to watch um WWF. I remember being an Arco and I saw Hulk Hogan wrestle. I'm like, Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And, um, I've always wanted to, I'm like, man, that's a good song. You know, something about that song just kicks. I like it. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reach out. I mean, after our whole debacle last time with the name, I'm like, I'm going to reach out to the artist and find out, can I use this song? So I emailed like his agency mm-hmm. and, um, I think it was the very next day I get an email back. I think it was that day. Was it that day? I think, I think it was. And I get an email back from Rick Derringer saying, you have my permission to use it. I'm like, well, <laughs> not only did I get permission from like his, you know, label, but from the artist himself. Yeah. So I'm like, we will not let you down, sir. <laughs> we we got to <laughs> use it now. So, and then I thought having the purge sirens at the beginning was only fitting. Yeah. Um, But uh, how are you doing, Wilson? I'm good. How was your week? It was good. Quiet. Yeah. Nothing happened, you know. Kids start school yet? They did. Last, this, well, Jason started 
the week before last, but the other two started this uh-huh. week. Yeah, mine starts Tuesday. Oh, yeah. wow. We had like uh, parent-teacher meetings today. We yeah. had like a, because well, she's private school. So it's like an overall, every parent goes to this one meeting. has like an outline of what the mission statement is of school that year. Then we went to like a new parent uh, luncheon, which is pretty cool. You know, we got to learn a lot more about uh, individually how they're going to teach our kid and how it's different, you know, which is pretty cool because, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm pretty anal about education because, like I said, I've been homeschooling her for like the past three or four years. Yeah. And um, when you're homeschooling, you make the decisions of what you teach her. Yeah, and now you have to trust that the teachers are going to make the right decisions. Right. And so that's kind of the reason why I um, chose the Christian private school because here in uh, Corruptifornia, they teach you things you really don't need to know. Like my kid doesn't need to know which bathroom to use. Yeah, I, I got, I don't know if I told you about, I think I might've sent you the thing, the, the unicorn thing. Did I send you that? Remind me. It sounds familiar. The teacher in Modesto handed out a gender identity unicorn, uh, sheet to her whole class. She's like a science teacher or something like that. I don't know, but she, she wanted to hand this thing out so that people would know why certain people use or choose to use certain pronouns for themselves. And this is like fifth, sixth grade or something like that. So she, she got in trouble for handing that out. Right. It's, you know, you, is that the same city where they're doing the straight parade? The straight pride parade? Oh, I forgot about that. I wonder if they're not allowed to. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Maybe. I wonder if it was like combating it or something. I don't know. I have no idea. But like today, like they're talking about it and, um, the, the headmaster, essentially the principal, he's up there and he was going over like policy, you know, which mm-hmm. we'll get into a little bit later when we get into the, uh, some of the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Oh, policy is, um, um, pretty big. I mean, kind of a bad, you know, analogy with Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein in this completely not related, but, um, they, they, he says like, one of the things is, as uh, he goes, and we speak English here. And I'm like, that's my boy right there, dude. Yeah, we speak English. And I don't have anything wrong with people speaking other languages. But I do feel that when you're here in America, it's kind of rude when we're in a group hanging out and you and your friend are speaking a different language. We can't hear you. I can only help but think you're talking crap about me. Yeah. So that's why he says, he goes, no, we're English here. That's how we talk. Yeah. And when we're at school, we're English. And then they'll teach you Spanish. You have Spanish class, yeah. too. But when we're amongst our conversations, because kids get a little, um, they're sensitive to that. They always think people are talking about them. You know, even though no one probably is, they're just playing it safe. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun school year. I've kind of let my guard down and they've kind of reassured me that everything's going to be okay. You know, I think she'll be fine. I think she will too. I think we made a right decision to do it. And, uh. Homeschooling was fun and was one of those emergency things that we had to do because of the bullying and everything. Yeah. And I think she's at the age now where she can manage because you're going to have bullying no matter where you go. Yeah. You'll have bullying at church. You'll have bullying everywhere. I think she's at the age now where she can um, actually process it and yeah. know how to um, filter it out. And then basically, and I think at, at this school, they're probably going to be more apt to like 
nip it in the bud, I guess. Right. Instead of, oh, you need to teach her about bullying. Well, one of their policies is is basically, um, you know, let's say you and I were arguing and then I went to the person, the teacher, the teacher go, okay, why are you telling me? Like you guys work it out amongst yourselves. If you haven't tried, like say you say something that offends me, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go tattle on you, give you the benefit of the doubt to right that wrong first before you get a third party involved. If that doesn't help it, then you get to the third party. You work it up the, they the help chain me, of command. They help me exactly, kind of like life. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I love that, you know, because my daughter, she um, will come to me with something. Well, have you talked to your friend about it? Does your friend know that you feel this way? She says, well, no. Well, well your friend's going to keep doing it unless you actually tell them, hey, that's bothering me. Don't do that. Yeah. Like the way you're looking at me right now. It's really bothering me, dude. I have to. You're the only one here. So um, our uh, viewers on our YouTube channel, which is, uh, is that the Wilson, Tommy, and Handy show, or is that the real WTH show? I can't I, remember. I don't know because you set it up. Yeah, because other places. Okay, here's here's the, we'll, we'll go over with the name change. It's kind of confusing. Some places we're the Wilson, Tommy, and Handy show. And then I think on Facebook, we're the real WTH show. Yeah. Um. Uh, Facebook didn't like us to use commas in our name. And, and, it, and it was too long, right? It was it, too it many was, characters. Too many characters. And, and then with the American noise one, it was, they said it like what you said, it was kind of like we were trying to portray like we were a different company. Yeah. Like, no, we're just, and I emailed them. They had to email me back. And so uh, YouTube is the Wilson, Tommy, and Handy show. And when, because we're videotaping this right now. And videotaping. We're <laughs> recording this. There's no tapes Show involved. Me. So get out your VCRs, kids, <laughs> you know, or your betas, um, laser disc. Um, so what we do is is we're a little bit behind on the videos. We have everything recorded from episode seven and up. Yep. Seven up. <laughs> nah. Could have been a good segue to the beer segment. Um, but we have episode seven and eight online right now. Um, those take a little bit more time to um, edit. And download because I do all that at home and we have to put it onto USB and do all that. So that's why certain places are the real WTH show and the Wilson, Tommy and Handy show. Um, but generally, if you just follow us on our Facebook at the real WTH show, you'll get updates for everything. You'll get updates for everything. So you don't really have to worry about it. As if you just click on the video once we post it there and hit subscribe, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and for our viewer, I think I searched for the Wilson, Tommy, and Handy show on YouTube, and it came up. Yeah, it came up twice. I've been having some issues with it because no, it, it only came up once. If that was today, then um, we we're good. Okay, I think it was yesterday. Because last night I fixed it last night. Oh, I probably um, did it after you fixed it. Then I fixed it last night, so um, I'm kind of happy because it was showing up two different things. I'm like, and then people were subscribing to the old one, oh, and not the new one. So if you subscribe to one of them earlier. Just go back and double check and make sure you subscribe to the right one. Because the other one was American Noise. It wouldn't let me change it. I don't know why. Okay. And we also got a TV in the room. We did. That's kind of cool. Wilson hung this thing. I am super, like, happy um, that he put this in for me. Just for you. Yeah. Well, because we have a PlayStation 3 with some games. Uh Uh-huh. Which means this is officially a man man cave. cave. We're in the cave. We have a kegerator that has beers and sodas. A video game system, 
um, a computer. Yeah. And men. Yeah. You have to have a man to have the cave. Yeah. Um, but we we have plans for that thing for all of our viewers later on and yeah. stuff. So, but other than that, man, uh, missed you guys. Uh, Handy's not here today. He's not. I. He's probably eating that. Uh, what was that? That burger that he ate. His number one was up there. Oh, is that where he's at? I'm yeah. he's going to Tahoe. Yeah, that's where he's at. Yeah. I don't know. See, I really think we should have changed the name to the Always Wilson, Usually Tommy, Sometimes Handy, or Rarely Handy show. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, you said that he, because he asked in the last episode, why is his name last? And he said, you said, because he was the first one to miss, his, miss the show. False. It was me. Was it? Episode 2.5. Oh yeah! When I was on my anniversary trip, I was the first one. Okay, well he's he's missed the most number there you of go. shows. I just That's wanted why. I just wanted to write that wrong. Okay, you know, but I mean half the time I don't even realize he's here when he is here. <laughs> <laughs> Only when he's chewing Oreos into a uh, microphone. <laughs> um, so yeah, you yeah. there's been a lot going on there has. for the past couple of weeks. So we have a lot to cover today. And one thing that I want to like get out get out there right now uh we did have a uh, law enforcement death this last week it was on uh august 12th and it was chp officer andre moya jr um a couple of things that uh stood out to me in some of the stuff that i was reading um i think it was it was one of the higher ups in chp said he embodied everything that the california highway patrol stands for professionalism, dedication, and service to the public. Um, he left behind his wife, uh, both parents, two brothers, and two sisters. And um, I also actually found out that this, I guess it's the California Highway Patrol Credit Union, has set up a memorial fund for his family. And donations can be made online at cahpcu.org slash Officer Andre Moya Jr. Memorial Fund. And you can also mail stuff in uh, for that. But I'll put that website in the description and the address if you want to mail something and help out his family. Perfect. Um, do you know the uh, um, story behind what happened with that? Uh, they said some new stuff has come out. But, I mean, that, that guy was a dirtbag and he shouldn't have been... Out of prison. He was a felon. Yeah. It was like multiple felon. Right. And like, like he should have, the, the, that's why the prison system in California is broken. Uh-huh. Like we can't have that many people in prison, so let's send them to county. County can't hold that many people. They have to release people at some point. That guy, he, he was put in prison for 12 years. He got sentenced to 12 years, served 10, got out on parole, violated within a year, I think. Um, and the most he spent back in jail was like 90 days and then he was released again. And the last time he did something wrong that he should have been sent back to prison for was like a year or two ago. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, I wonder if that was during, uh, obviously it was either during Brown or gruesome. Um, it was Brown. Brown. Yeah. The early release stuff is, uh. Was it AB 104 or 109? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. The nonviolent, I think it was nonviolent offenders go back down to the county level. Even though they, they changed what violent exactly. is. Exactly. Like, like what was it? Sexual, like like rape 
is not considered a violent offense or something uh, like that. Un- like raping somebody who's unconscious or something like that. I'm like, no, it escalates. I'm all, <clears throat> I mean. A uh, drive-by shooting is not a violent felony anymore. Ridiculous. Yeah. And I have more to weigh in on that when we get to the um, um, the dirtbag that quote-unquote offed himself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, God, it's so sad because I, I sent you that video. Uh, yeah, there's another I, one too that uh, came out that's closer. It's like at the intersection, that light right there. Okay. And they're looking to the right. Um, people like Wilson and I will watch these videos, and a lot of them are hard to watch. All of them are hard to watch. E- you know, it's even hard to watch when uh, the dude's a dirtbag and he's getting shot because it's just naturally not normal to like enjoy seeing people get killed. But um, this video, which got taken down fairly quickly. By um, Facebook, at least. By Facebook. It was shot from, um, I want to say, a couple, a guy and a girl. I don't know if they're married or whatever. But they were, like, in a storage unit right next to where that shooting was happening. And you see, uh, you just hear the gunfire. And they're uh, maybe 100 yards away because she said yeah, she was. More than that. Because she said she was zoomed in. And even when she was zoomed in, it was still far away. She is. They, they were probably like five, six hundred yards away. And you, you, you can see the outline of the guy um, and he's shooting back at the cops. And you see Officer Moya, because I believe he was a, uh, motor, a cop. motor cop. Yeah. Um, and you see his bike right behind the truck that they pulled over. And I'm, he's down. I'm just thinking he's, he's down right there. Mm-hmm. And my heart is like, oh, dude, he's right there. Like this gunfire is happening over him, and he's but actually the guy was in front of him for a while. It, for a while, and Moye was probably already gone at that point because if he was still fine, he would have returned fire because his back was facing him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And you, the people filming, um, you you hear uh, it would be like a typical argument between my wife and I. What we would have, where. I see a wrong. I want it righted. Mm-hmm. And so the guy starts yelling, hey, hey, like trying to get the guy's attention just to have him look over at them for one second to give the CHP the shot they need to take him out. And she's all, stop yelling, stop yelling like that. And she's scared. And I, I get it. I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, um, if, if it in that instance, if it works, great. Yeah. But it wouldn't have worked that that they were dude so couldn't, far away. They were so far away, and that dude's already popped off so many rounds he can't hear he anything. Can't hear, yeah. And from what I've read, um, it was just a typical traffic stop. I think, and they were going to impound the car. Yeah, he he, and, he got pulled over for being in the carpool lane, and his registration was expired. And Moye was going to have the car impounded, and then yeah, went, he was filling out the paperwork. And he said, "The guy said, can I get some stuff out of my car?'" He goes, "Yes," and he went to go get it, and that's when he grabbed the rifle and shot him. Yeah, what a dirt bag! Mm-hmm. Like an absolute freaking dirt bag that guy was. Um, like, a, it, is death better than losing your car? Right. I I, I just sometimes these guys. I mean. I've worked in a jail and never in a prison, but it's not a good place to be. And I get that, you know, you would rather be dead sometimes than be there. Like, I ain't going back. I ain't going back. But, man, these people, they're they're, they're ruthless, you know. Yeah. And um, I subscribe to, we talked about him. I forgot what episode, Zechariah, the, 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 the boy that runs the mile. Oh, yeah. That kid is literally running a mile every day. Because of officers that are just dropping mm-hmm. like flies. And they're wanting to disarm 
us, you know, it's that's not going to solve anything because what stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah. I've seen it time and time again where, where there's videos where this person has a gun, even just a CCW carrier just gets involved and will strike at the right point and stop something. There's more of us and there's cops. Yeah. And I'll get into a story a little bit later, but, um, people need to, um, be aware of who their, their loved ones are and look for signs of mental illness, instability, um, violent outbursts. Um, and know that those are all signs of someone who's unhinged and they're, they could twist off at any moment. And just my heart goes out to officer Moye and his family. And I think one of my buddies, um, who's CHP, um, was in the Academy with him because, uh, he's friends with him on Facebook. Um, and it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. So I wanted to get that out there. Yeah. First thing. Absolutely. We'll try and lighten it up a little bit now though. Yeah. Well, actually I think, uh, Today's episode is going to be very up and down, up and down, as they're going to finish off happy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's y- let's get into. You want to get some uh, some some drinky drink? Let's do let's it. Let's do it. Hi. So we're back. We're back. We were just talking about um, different ways to um, make this room look cooler, and this cave look cooler. The room in the cave. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously a room in a cave. I mean, you look at it, I mean, but it is in like, was it granite? It's a granite cave, right? Yeah. You know, it's where they mine. It's granite. weird that yeah. it's so hot in here all the time. should be cool, right? We're only like 30 feet in. Oh, okay. Because there's water at the bottom and it's just a log mess. So I have a present for you. Do you? I do. So how long have I known you? Almost 10 years, right? It's 10, yeah. I'd say 10. We just celebrated episode 10, not that long ago. Oh, I guess. Well, it's yeah. when your dad was here. Yes. Um, I bought something for you oh, to did celebrate you? our tenth episode, and then it didn't come in the mail, but in that time, and to celebrate our ten years of friendship. Oh, really? When I was at Track Seven buying the Old Soli beer, um, I also got these cool cups for us, so you could show that to the camera. Oh, yes. So one side of the cup, it, it says Sacramento Police um, nine or 349 with the morning bet ban across the badge. And the back of it, it's the Track 7 um, Brewing uh, logo. They're little metal cups. Yeah, that's um, what we're drinking out of they from were, now on. Yep, they were all sold out at the uh, when we went to the go release. pick them up. Huh? At yeah, the at the release. They are all sold out. So I ordered it the day of, and they just came in. So, happy friend anniversary! Oh, thank you. <laughs> Lame. So, and I also got you something a little special today, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I was at the store, and I was like, you know, I, I want to commemorate the 10-year with something just, something deep, something um, that's near and dear to my heart. You're building this up. It better be good. Oh, it is. I, I think it is, at least. I don't know about you. And it was one of my passions is heavy metal music. And so when I was walking down the beer aisle, I was like, man, you know, I'm going to get him that one. And I'm like, oh, what is that? That looks like a logo I'm very familiar with. And then I came across this. 
It is the Metallica beer. Oh, man. Enter Night Pilsner. And that is probably the coolest artwork I've seen yet. Show that to the camera. That's pretty sweet. It it says Enter Night, and it has a Metallica logo where the ends the ends are like kind of like uh, sharp, and it has like speakers on the side blasting like noise into like a demon head, and it's just it's just awesomeness. That is pretty cool in collaboration with Metallica. Yep, so it's legit. So Lars can't get all mad. Wow, I'd read this, but it's really long. Yeah, it's like a book. On oh the wow, we we'd have to have Andy record some. Uh, Oh, some, some, uh, some, oh, I, I didn't even read it. Is, yeah. is, it, is it like, like bleeping, 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 bleeping? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Oh. And they sold that at a family store. What? I don't even think they know. Probably not. So uh, crack open that crack bad boy open? and pour it in your new cup, sir. Oh, okay. See how that works? Just, yeah. That. There you go. This is, this is a momentous occasion as well because 99% of the time we try an IPA. Okay, see, I don't know the difference between a Pilsner and an IPA. Does this one, is it from Philly, Pil, 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 Pil? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, is it is I it from, is, is that how you, you're supposed to pour a beer? I'm still learning. Yeah, you kind of got to tilt, tilt the glass. Uh, and, okay. You know. I tried a root beer the other day. It was a sarsaparilla. I didn't like it. Really? It, it didn't taste like root beer at all. It tasted like an RC Cola. Well, maybe they put the wrong drink inside the wrong one. Sarsaparilla should taste more like black licorice. Nope, not at all. Really? Yeah. They put the wrong stuff in there. I think then. so. All right, here he goes, folks. Here he goes. He's going to drink it. Is he going to spit it out? Are you headbanging? Are you, are you in the mosh pit? Or are you sitting on the sidelines just watching the concert? It's very smooth. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. It's like a, a deeper, deeper flavored, but a light beer almost. So it's like a Bud Light or something like that? Yeah, but n- more flavor. And let's see, it was, uh, I saw the APV on here, um, 5.7. Okay. <laughs> see, it smells like, all beer smells the same. Oh, oh no. Oh, man. Okay. Wait, what does it smell like? It smells like fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. Here's my jelly bean. Oh, and you got the grass one. I got the grass one. It does smell like grass in here now. Ah. Grass isn't that bad, actually. This beer is not that bad. Let me tell you something about that beer. But let me uh, not pull a handy and talk in the microphone while I'm eating. Okay. We're probably going to edit out this long pause. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. You filled it with, with plenty of sounds. <laughs> they'll, they'll come back to me later, <laughs> like in that intro. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. We were talking about the beer. I can't remember who. Uh, uh, I'm Tommy. Okay. <laughs> normally, normally we have these things written out, but during the beer segment, we just kind of wing it. Yeah. This uh, one, this one's good though. Okay. I like oh. it. Even though it's not an IPA, I wouldn't normally drink this, but if it was, if it was there, I'd, I'd pick it up. Okay. So that's what I was going to tell you. Cause you're going to rate it. And I gotta tell you afterwards. I might have already told you. Um, so no, you didn't tell me. Okay. So um, as far as uh, your rating right now, what would you give that? We're doing out of five, right? Five. I give it a two point five. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So you know, it's not uh, bad. It's it's close to it. Let's do two point seven five. 
Okay. Can we, can we do you quarters? Can, yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. So based on that, though, how much do you pay for that beer? That can it's three a, three bucks. It's the same size as like a uh, rock, rock star. star. I think that's considered a pint. I think it's what it said a pint on Is there. It? Um, now, when I bought it, mm-hmm. I think they messed up on their tags, but I was like, you know what? It's Metallica. It's awesome looking. It's Wilson. It's you know what? I'm gonna change change my rating. Okay. The artwork bumps it up to a three. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So three. Okay. So the tag on it, it said twelve ninety nine. And I was like, mm. well, hold on, hold on. So I was like, all right. It's Wilson. He deserves it. Because he puts an awesome TV up in here with a PlayStation. Yeah. He was earlier this morning, we were work or t- today, we were working on the new intro and stuff. And I was sitting here playing Call of Duty while he's doing it. It was awesome. <laughs> um, I go to check it out or go to pay. And my whole, because I bought some other things. We bought some chips and salsa to snack on in here. And the cashier goes, okay, it's like $11.79. I'm like, total? Total. I'm like, it's less than the price tag that was yeah, on the I'm, beer. I'm total. Like, yeah. I'm like, um, I, and I'm pretty, Honest dude, I'm like, I'm, did she scan it? Because I bought the expensive salsa for us. <laughs> like, did she actually uh, scan it? I, I don't want to walk out with something free if I need to pay for it. So I looked at him. Well, no, it says right there I paid for it. Then I noticed the the I think the tag was wrong. It's actually two seventy nine for that. Okay, that's not bad. I keep it at a three. Keep it at a three. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Just um, because of the artwork. Yeah. I mean. Whatever. I mean, I know you. It's not your. It's not your IPA. You're mad because it didn't go to India. I get it. And maybe it's not bad. Maybe if our boy Beardsley could call in and, and tell us the difference between a pilsner. Yeah, he could. You know, or like comment on our Facebook. Yeah, love that guy. Something like that. Love that guy. Yeah. So what's that? What do you got for me? This is very special. Um, it's, it's from a special day. Yeah, love you, Wilson. <laughs> love from you, my man. favorite brewery. I'll, I'll get a shot of their their logo here. It doesn't. Is that Angel Wings? What is that? Yes, Angel Wings got a cross through the middle of it there, or not a cross, a sword. A I mean, sword, yes. S word. Yeah, um, but this is not beer. Okay. No, they make their own cherry soda. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of like cherry Pepsi, but I might become a fan of this. Okay. They brew it there too. Like, is they this make they it. actually they brew, make it there. the brewery? I hope it's still good because you know I got it like last week. I haven't opened it at all, but they they fill the growler, you know. Oh, so it could it's be, like off the it could have lost its carbonation on Maybe, it. Maybe I don't know. Speaking of which, I um, oh, it didn't lose carbonation. Um, I see bubbles. You could find all of our um, ratings and stuff on our on the Untapped app. That's U N T A P P D, and just search for the Wilson Tommy Handy Show. All of our old everything from up to this point is on there, and I usually smells funny. I usually update it um, at the night of. Um, unfortunately, there's no untapped app for sodas. So, I'm gonna, this, I'm gonna try this too. I haven't had. Let's see what it smells like. Hey, we gotta do it at the same time because we never do that. Let's see what this smells like. It does smell different. It, yeah, it smells different. Cheers, right. Wilson. Here we go. Oh, you can hear it. Oh, oh let's do it one more time. Okay. For, there yeah. we go. Here we go. Wow, that's different. It is definitely different. It's, it did lose a little carbonation though. Yeah, it's 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 not like a cherry cola. It's like a cherry soda. Like, that is the soda's cherry. Yeah. So, so I was expecting, like, a cherry cola. Like yeah. Like a Pepsi. It's not bad. Oh, I would it's love it. super red. Is it? Yeah. 
if you can get a little light in there. Oh, yeah. I would love to uh, you need taste it on tap when, when it's fully carbonated. Yeah. No, it's not bad. I like it. Um, what's the name of it? Is it just the cherry soda? Mraz cherry soda. Yeah, you go into their brewery and it's down there on the bottom left all the time. That's what they serve for their DDs that come in. Do they get it free? I don't know. Maybe. Um, man, it's so hard for me to like rate this one because I'm feeling like I'm judging it like a week after it was open. Have you had it before? I have. Like fresh off the tap? It's more soda-like. Like, Well, it, it's just more carbonated. I mean, I like it like this too. Yeah. It's refreshing. It's almost like a juice. You're right now it's like a juice. Yeah. Um, I would give this one right now maybe a six and a half. I think it'd go up to like a seven and a half. Um, I think it would go up to that maybe once I taste it like in its entirety. Is this the mm-hmm. only soda that they make there as a cherry? Mm-hmm. They don't make like a root beer or anything like that? I don't think so. Every time I've gone in, I've always seen cherry. What we need to do um, this, uh, let's try it this fall. Let's uh, let's make our own root beer and make our own beer. Because I had a lot of fun oh. doing that with you and Sam last year or a couple years ago. Yeah, we'll get them to come back up. And we'll do that, and then we'll rate those what we think. We could have them as a guest, too. Yeah. Or we could even have guests come on or like him and be like, here, taste what we've created. Yeah. So... Cool. Yeah, that's not bad. I'll definitely be sipping on that rest of the night. I like the growler, though. Yeah, I got a few of them. That's a small one. They got a bigger one over there. Now, they don't can it like uh, Track 7 does? Make I it. don't. They might. I don't know. They didn't have any cans there, though. Yeah, because uh, like with the Osoli, I know that I think those Osoli's gone. I think it's I don't think they're they might that's bring it back. Bad. They might bring it back on the anniversaries. But oh yeah, that'd be cool. every time because I follow Track Seven on Facebook and I look at their menu in the background to see what's there and they have some. I love the names of these things, but um, I don't see the Osoli up there anymore. Mm. So I'm, which I'm surprised by because everyone that's had it has Liked never said it. a bad yeah. word about it, and I don't know if that's because they're afraid to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or it's legitimately like because I mean for me, I think it tastes like garbage because I don't like beer. Yeah. But I, I think a lot of people legitimately do like it. So I'm, I think they'll bring it back. I think so. So cool. Another uh, segment down. Yeah. Brought to you by MSRarms.com. We say that at the end every time. I, you know what? I say it now. Okay. Well, it's the end anyways. Yeah. Yes. All right. Good night. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Um, so... Let's start and we we have a jam packed episode today. What do you what do you want to start with? Let's do your uh, boy, my boy, your boy. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah. The second guy is no one's boy. No, no one's boy. <laughs> Let's start with your boy. I'll let okay. you take the lead on that one. Yeah. So I I said I think it was yesterday. No, day before yesterday. I can't yes, remember. It, it was Thursday. A uh, story came out showed that um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, survived a plane crash with his family, his wife and his daughter, I think it is. I think so. Uh, their plane crashed, like, off the end of the runway, burst into flames, but they all made it out. Pilots live too, right? I think I don't think anybody died, which is crazy. Did you see that plane? Yeah, it was... Done. Yeah, gone. Like, I didn't even see wings. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he, he made it out, and uh, 
then that night somebody already started with the memes and there's a picture of Dale Earnhardt Jr. and it said, nice try, Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't, because I remember a few years ago, Travis Barker and I think DJ AM got in a plane crash and they both lived, I think. Then a few years later, DJ AM died. I can't remember why. I think it was like a drug overdose or something like that. I could have that wrong. Um, But I'm like, man, that's frightening. A plane crash, that's like one of my biggest fears. That's why I don't like flying. Yeah. Um, I mean, knowing Dale Earnhardt, he's probably like, it's all good. I mean, that dude gets crashes all the time. Yeah. But, um, man, I mean, his whole family's on that plane. And that would have been ironic that, like, he, he doesn't, he doesn't race anymore, but him and his dad would have died in a crash. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Kennedys. Yeah. Like everyone's dying from weird things. Yeah. Kind of like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh yes. That guy. (laughs) Nice try Hillary. (laughs) So I had some stuff to weigh in on that when you guys were talking about it. One, I'm glad that dude's gone. Yeah, Um, he was, he was a piece of garbage. Yeah. He was a scumbag to begin with. I have, regardless how he died, I'm happy. The world is much better without that. Yeah. Mm, I almost dropped it, dude. I almost dropped it. <laughs> oh, we almost had a, a I, I almost pulled a handy just now. That guy's a full-on scumbag. Um, I listened to another podcast. I'm going to plug him a little bit because these guys did a really good job on it. The podcast is called uh, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. And they did a full... juicy. It's like a conspiracy one. Sometimes I'll listen to podcasts that are, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about like, Area 51 and all this stuff or Bigfoot. And it's just fun. Like, you know, do you remember when you work nights, you'd hear like Coast and Coast AM, all the weird conspiracy stuff. It's just fun to listen to these people talk because half the stuff I'm like, dude, these people are whack, but it's entertaining. Did did I mention it last time on the podcast about that thing that came out on Netflix called The Family? I'm going to get to that. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's juicy. I still Um, haven't watched it, but I want to. Um, and so I, I'm sitting there and um, I'm listening to this and, and they they have an episode like a long time ago where they talk about Jeffrey Epstein and like um, they call it the, the Lolita Highway or something like that where a lot of famous people would go to this island or whatever and there would be like young girls there. I'm not going to go into full detail about what happened, but you can use your imagination, um, you know, sex trafficking, child stuff and the dude was basically, uh, in a way, kind of like, um, I don't want to say acquitted, but he had like some sort of protection over him. And then I think it got to a point to where he got caught up too deep into it and they had to do no- they, they had to actually put him in prison for it. Now, um, since the last time you guys recorded and now, they were doing the autopsy and all that stuff was coming out. Yeah, it just happened like that morning. And um, this is going to get a little gruesome here, folks, so just bear with me. Now, um, you might know something about this, too, because working with your dad in the mortuary business and mm-hmm. stuff. But there's a bone in your neck called the hyoid, hyoid bone. And that's basically a bone that will break when you get uh, suffocated or choked out. It takes a lot of pressure to choke someone out to kill them. Um, they said it does happen in strangulation uh, or like hangings, but that's usually from a distance. Like if you're going off of like a banister, not like off of like your toilet yeah. or wherever or your uh, doorknob. 
And people said they heard shrieks and screams coming from that cell beforehand. Now, like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but it is very, very strange that this is all happening. And it's funny because the second he was in prison, everybody said, well, uh, Hillary's going to get him soon. Within a week, the dude's dead. Come on. Come on. You know, I I do believe that there is some sort of a, uh, um, how would I say it? Like there's a um, dossier, if you will, like a, he has some sort of paperwork or something that shows like who he was uh, providing the services to. And the funny thing is, is you would think that he would have something set up like um, if something happens to me. Release this. It's going to release this. Yeah. And nothing's been released. I'm I'm hoping it's coming, though. Yeah. Supposedly, they went to the Islander's house, and they found a, a painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. The whole thing's weird. This guy is a dirtbag. And and I'll say it right here, too. I, I don't think anybody's above the law. No. It, um, they're, they're, they said that uh, the Clintons, um, or at least Bill, frequent, he went to the island. They said Trump went to the island. Yep. Um, they said that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was um, would go to Mar-a-Lago a lot, which is uh, is that Trump's golf course or is that his country club or whatever? And I they said like so. Trump found out something along the line of like Epstein was doing this, and he, and he ba- banned him. He banned him. Yeah. Right. Now, I love you, Wilson, but if I ever found out you're doing something like that, I wouldn't just ban you. I would call the cops. Yeah. But I think this is above the cops, you know, because you see movies where all of a sudden the FBI walks in. All right, walk away. We got this. It's like, dude, it's it's way up there. Yeah, this whole thing. It's got to be. And I don't put I don't put it anywhere above anybody like the president. Like it could it's happening, dude. And it's getting exposed. It's funny you bring that up because I watched a video that's been out a while, but it's about that. Q Q and on Q and on. Have you heard of that? Um, explain it because I don't think you're it, it just it right. talks about that there it's Q A N O N. It just talks about the fact that there is a bad power that's worked their way. Like bad people have worked their way into positions of leadership, like presidency, stuff okay. like that into the Senate. And they are trying to rule everything. And like the way to counteract it, would have been like a full-on revolt, uh-huh. a coup, basically, or to get somebody else who wasn't part of that uh-huh. into the presidency. And they're saying that's what happened with Trump. That he's not part of it? He's not part of it. And they need somebody completely separate from it. And it's all falling apart now? Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. This whole thing is, um, I'm glued to it. Like, I'm, I want to hear more. But the problem is, though, is the media. Um, you really have to um, go to many different sources and then try to come up with your own conclusion because one person will say, oh, yeah, this. Yeah. Like, like let's just hypothetically say CNN is saying, oh, yeah, he killed himself. But Fox News is saying, uh, yeah, he killed himself, but they heard screaming. And then you have Washington Post saying, yeah, there was screaming, but that wasn't come from that cell. So you're like, okay, you got to build your story yeah. around it. And having worked in the jail system. Now, let me start off by saying um, this happened in New York, I believe, right? Yep. Um, they may have different rules and policies set in place 
in New York as they do in California. California state prisons might have different policies in the county where I was at. So, but from what I remember, I thought that our county prison, uh, our county jail uh, policies and laws uh, went hand in hand with state California um, because we had to do certain things that were lined up right um, with the same law. Um, there's when I was in the jail, we had people in the suicide cell, and people don't really know what a suicide cell is, so I'll explain. It's smaller than a normal cell, padded walls. The walls, I mean, best way I can explain it is the the back of a uh, when you're playing basketball in high school, the wall, the back yeah. there, it's like that, but just slightly harder, you know, so you can't cut it or anything. It's it's like a harder uh, rubber. Um, there's a hole in the ground, like a looks like a drain. That's um, your bathroom. That's your bathroom. And then the um, um, COs outside the door have a little button that they could push. And it's also so they could hose it down when they end because people will crap in their hand and wipe it all over the walls and you'll send some inmates in there to spray it all down and then flush it through. And you give the inmate what's called basically it's like a suicide blanket. It looks like a just a, like a Snuggie, but it's of, of this material that you can't rip apart or hang yourself. And there's also nothing in that room you can hang yourself from. Yeah. There's no handle on the door. There's nothing. It's literally a box. So with that being said, I got to do a little bit more research on it, but I think he was in a suicide cell still. Now, if that's the case, there was no way for him to hang himself. Absolutely not. I thought he got put off of suicide watch. Okay, is that like what it was? Back at, in July 23rd or something like that. Okay. They took him off. I know some people, I know they said he tried doing it before. He did. And he failed. And then they put him back in his cell. They put so him maybe, on suicide maybe, maybe watch. Right. And then I heard he was taken off like towards the end of July. Yeah, because I know for us, um, and I'll just read it right here. This is from the American Bar Association.org. So uh, AmericanBar.org. And it says, uh, and it says uh, the standard 23-5.9 um, uh, section D. At a minimum, prisoners presenting a serious risk of suicide should be housed within sight of staff and observed by staff face-to-face at irregular intervals no more than 15 minutes, okay? When we had prisoners, I would just walk up randomly and look in. All right, he's good. You don't just look in and be like, all right, he's good. You hit the wall. Hey, you all right? Hey, you kick the door, then you see a movement. All right, they're moving. They're good. Uh, Prisoners currently threatening or attempting suicide should be under continuous staff observation. That's why it's up front. Kind of near the uh, infirmary at most of the the two jails I worked at. They were kind of by the infirmary. Uh, Suicide observation should be documented and prisoners under suicide observation should be evaluated by a qualified mental health professional prior to being removed from observation. Now, I believe all that was done. But they're saying that the two guards that were guarding that night fell asleep and they were temporary guards. Hmm. I don't know about you, but when I was working up there, uh, we didn't have temporary guards. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. And Like uh, they put them in there just to watch him or what? I don't know, but they said they fell asleep. Um, I don't know. And Both um, of them? Yeah. Come that, on. That seems weird that both of them fall asleep. And it's not like it was the middle of the night. It was 6.30 in the morning when they found him. And yeah. they think they said he was dead for a few hours. A few hours? A few hours. So well, I'm like, okay, well, there's... you. You know, I think the cell checks here in California are every two. 
So that means he would have done it between four and six, or right at four, so right after the last check. Yeah. And so between that time, these guys had to fall asleep, and he had to have rigged this up, done this whole thing, and then they had, um, I mean, where are the cameras? I mean, where are the cameras? Because most jails have cameras. Yeah. It Something's not smelling right in this whole thing. Yeah. And I have a feeling we're going to get to the bottom of it. Um, but I think this is something we should not stop talking about. Like I said before, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. That's the only good thing out of it. But there is uh, more people that need to be gone. I think he is the... The key to the getting lowest, rid of those people? Yeah, the lowest... Um, he is like the, the 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 weakest link, and if they're like, well, we'll get rid of him, we're all gonna be fine. And I don't care who they take down, you know. They, you could take down our current president. You could take down anybody. Whoever's involved in that whole thing, they need to be locked up. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's just one of those things where it's just disgusting. And working in a jail, um. Having worked with murderers, because we had murderers, we were talking about them getting coming down from the state level down yeah. to the county level, and we had this one murderer, um, fairly uh, uh, fairly popular guy, uh, he was in the news, um, and I was dealing with him directly. Uh, he committed murders in the eighties, and he's in the county jail, still on trial, and I'm like. How's that possible? And the dude was basically like playing this game where he was like, you know, stalling it, and all the witnesses started dying off. Oh, like like they their old age dying, not like they're getting killed or anything because he's not like that, you know, awesome. Yeah. And they, um, he is eventually found guilty. He's in San Quentin now. Um, that was the the trial was going on when um when I was up there, and then it finished after I left. And, but we had murders up there, but the one, the, the kind that I couldn't stand. It's so, it sounds funny. I could talk to a murderer. I had a hard time looking at a child molester in the face. Yeah. I wanted to punch them. That's why they're all completely, what's it? Ad, ad seg. seg. They're so administrative segregation. So what's funny is, so we had different pods and so like a pod, B pod, C pod. And then one of the pods was like a, like a big dorm. But then you had this one pod where it was ad seg, where literally no one's out of the cell. So there's one person out of their cell at a time in there. It's only for like 45 minutes or something, right? Whatever they're uh, staffed uh, for. No, it was like, so say you had 12 um, cells, and you, but it was in one pod. So it was one big room, 12 cells, which is the day room. You would have, they would unlock one person's door. That person was allowed to come out of their room for their um, allotted hour a day or whatever it is. It's like, I can't remember. That it was like Title title 215 or something like that. It was some sort of like um, law. And you call in them because they have intercom. So you call in on their intercom. You say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Uh, your free time's here. And then they go, I don't want to go. You're, All right. Well, that doesn't mean the guy next to you gets to be out for two hours. They just leave that door unlocked. And... If that person wants to come and go, they can come and go. Right when their hour's up, you lock the door, then you go to the next one. You know, and people just would just sit in there. But then you have the child molesters who aren't so much at well. So, so those were the high risk guys, by the way. 
those were ad sec, but then you also had a different ad sec in a different pod where child molesters, cops, they be by themselves. So, and that's a little bit different of a situation because you have a pod of like, let's say 20, those doors would be locked where the people couldn't come out. And so you would, when everybody's coming out of their cell, cause they're now sharing uh, day room time with all the other prisoners, they could walk up to that guy's window and his door and just yell stuff at him. Hmm. The only thing protecting that inmate from those other prisoners is me. All I had to do is hit one button to unlock his door because it's all electric. Yeah. And so that's why you got to be on your game and make sure you don't screw up because, <clears throat> you know, it is our job to protect that guy still, even though he's a scumbag. So the thing is, is that dude will be in there like just trying to sleep and the prisoners are sitting there just yelling at him. You know, we try to stop it, but they'll be sitting there like yelling at him, like calling him names. Then when it's his time to come out for his hour, we send everyone back in. We call it lockdown. They lock down. We lock all the doors and unlock his. He comes out the day room, tries to watch TV. Well, he can't watch it because everyone's yelling at him. Hmm. So his life is a living hell, yeah. as it should be. Um, but I'm sure we're going to find out more about this Jeffrey Epstein thing. Um, but definitely, um, if you're interested in that, um, it's kind of hard to listen to because they kind of get descriptive. Uh not too uh, pornographic, if you will, but they kind of talk about like what leads up to it and, and stuff. But it's uh, the podcast is called Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. It is the newest episode on the whole thing. And they kind of go, I'm just paraphrasing what I listened to. And um, they're citing sources left and right. So it's all legit. Um, very, very interesting. So I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, I, I think I told you about it. Yeah. Um, so let's move on from one dirt bag to maybe another multiple, maybe multiple. And then we're going to get into our happy topic. Yeah. Um, did you, were you gonna say something? Oh, I, if we're going into the next one, I, I was going to go into it. Go for it. Uh, uh, I think we'll, we'll do the one dirt bag first and that dirt bag would be the San Jose mayor. Mm hmm. Um, he's trying to push a new law requiring people to pay insurance for their right to own guns. So he wants whoever owns a gun, you have to pay insurance like you do a car so that you can cover the cost of it. Like if your gun gets stolen, somebody takes it and uses it uh, to kill 20 people, then you're going to have to cover the cost for that and you have to have insurance. for All it. right. Okay. I see. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, because uh, I want to, I want to ask all the gangbangers right now, all the criminals. Make sure you pay your yeah, pay, pay your fee, insurance. Pay your insurance, okay? Yeah, because the only people that would pay that are the people that are good. Yeah, and it's ridiculous because the people that are good aren't getting their guns like taken. Yeah, and in shootings, they're getting bought through like the black market and illegally. Yeah. So once again, they're trying to punish the good people. Way it's to go, just, California. It's just more random, worthless laws that have nothing to do with, like, keeping people from from shooting up a school or a festival or anything like that. It's just it, They make laws to make themselves feel better. Make them feel like they are trying to do something about it, but it's not, it's not doing anything. And that's what I was trying to, I was thinking about between, um, with all the shootings that have been going on. There's no answer. There's no one answer that's going to solve the problem. Um, 
the only thing that's going to fix it is um, recognizing what I said earlier. Yeah. Mental health, instability, and not be afraid to get involved and call it out and let people know, like, hey, this is what's going on. I saw a note, you know, that said this. Don't blame it on just video games. Maybe video games do have something to do with it. But whose ultimate job is it to regulate those video games? The parent. Yeah. The mom, the dad. Half the dads are absent. They're either working or they're non-existent. Um, I saw a study yesterday that came out. Uh, It said they're... They can tell more and more now that kids who spend a certain amount of time behind a screen, like tablet, phone, playing video games, stuff like that, they are more depressed than kids who don't. I could see it because on, how many times have you had a day off and you sat around and did nothing but watch TV? At the end of the day, you're all, oh, my gosh, I'm a loser. I did nothing today. <laughs> yeah. like, or, or the stuff that you're looking at on your phone, like Facebook's full of garbage. Dude, you know, like you sit there and you go, what? No. I mean, you just, you just constantly just look at stuff and it keeps filling your head with different ideas. You know, I was watching a video today of people going down water slides. I'm like, all right, cool. Really? Like me, what water slides is watching people just do that. Yeah. Uh, they have unboxing videos where you watch someone open a present, basically. Yeah. Really? So. You know, I, I can see it. You know, you're depressed, but like when I when I come home and I'm like, oh man, I did this, did this, did the dishes. I worked hard today, and then you take that that shower after you worked hard, and you get out of that shower, and you, you finally sit down on the couch and watch TV. Isn't that the best feeling? Yeah, I'm like oh yeah, I did something today. Yeah, I was productive. Yeah, um, that's why uh, I I I have these spurts where I'll play video games for like a month. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna go home and play some Red Dead. And I go home, all right, cool. So I'll be like, like just immersed in this video game for like an hour or two. And that's an awesome game. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm tired. And then I won't play it for another month. Like like earlier when I was playing some Call of Duty in here, it's the first video game I played like in three months. Yeah. And you saw how horrible I was doing. I know you're watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just, it doesn't um, occupy my time. And maybe that's the me being older, but I, I, it's the parents job to regulate that stuff and, um, taking guns or making the people pay a tax. Dude, we're taxed beyond belief as it is. And you could call it paying an insurance or paying a fee. It's a tax. You're calling it something different. We're not dumb. You know, they post, uh, one of our Local uh, supervisors posted something the other day on her Facebook said, if there was a, a tax that would go to fixing just the roads and it would literally only go to fixing the roads, would you approve it? I'm like, no, because that's not what because happened. we've done that many times and we don't trust you. You know, how much has your car registration gone up to supposedly fix the roads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, the, our roads suck. And also, I want to know what insurance company is going to insure people for that. Right. I don't think there's someone who would. Be like Epstein and Epstein and company. Yeah. People, and it's funny, there would be so many people that are going to hop on that and say, oh, it's a great idea. No, it's not. No. And um, 
you had another thing you wanted to talk about? Oh, yes. The many, uh, many a scumbag? M- many idiots. Uh, oh, it's, it's just the link to the video. Oh, we'll, we'll post the, the link to the video. I think it's on Instagram, on Facebook or something like that. But uh, I'm sure you guys have heard we had the shooter, when was it, Tuesday? In Philly? In Philadelphia. Or was it Monday? It was, it was early. I can't keep track. I don't know. sad. Uh, but there's a shooter in Philadelphia. He shot six officers. Um, they ended up arresting him at the end, and no one died in that one. Which was a, a miracle. miracle. Yeah. Um, but a video came out where the cops are in, and it, at the point in the video, the cops are trying to get to an area where they can discuss their strategy because they have two officers trapped inside the building with the shooter, and they're trying to figure out how to get him out. And the entire neighborhood basically is outside and they keep following around the officers and just yelling at them, mocking them, just going off on them, you know. And then you can hear them in the background cheering on the shooter saying, yeah, shoot them, get them, get them, you know. They're cheering on someone who is shooting at people, doesn't care about life at all. They're cheering on murder, basically. Pretty much. And these We're officers are trying cops. to group up so that they can come up with a strategy to go save people. And they, they, you just see in the video, they keep moving around. People keep following them, yelling at them and everything. And I'm just I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, is, is this really happening? Is this what happens? It almost seemed like a parody. You're like, yeah, no, that can't happen. Yeah. At first, I was like, I, I didn't realize it was the Philly because it came out right away. So I think I actually said, I, I said, I'm a, I wonder if that's Philly. Yeah. And then it turned out, oh, it, it was. It was. I, w- I was watching the video. I thought it was in a different country at first. It almost seemed like it was. And yeah. then I looked at the comments. I was like, this isn't, fil- this is now. This just happened. Yeah. I was like, there's people like this in the world. Well, it was still happening when we were watching it. Yeah. I, 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 sometimes like I, I'm, I'm disappointed to, to be an American. If, if that's what that means, people can go like, yes, you had the freedom of speech, everything like that. Right. But y- you were cheering on a felony. Right. You're cheering on a scumbag. You're making um, the guy into a martyr. Yeah. And um, since then, did you see the poster that came out? No. It was a poster that I'm not even going to say the guy's name. We have a policy, not even a policy. It's just a common courtesy thing and a, a natural um, good guy thing that we're never going to talk about the uh, shooter or the or his name or give them that sort of credit. Um, but they did say the poster had the guy's name and it said free so-and-so and so, you know, and then they turned it into like a race thing and said he's fighting for us. You know, he's a good guy. He He's a good guy he, that he, tried to kill I'm six like, people. I'm like, dude, like. And is this is this real? And they're supposed to have like a rally for him. Well, it's funny as the news article says hundreds, which was funny. Hundreds are gonna show up for this parade. I'm all really hundreds. All right. Well, us good Americans need to show up in the thousands. Yeah. And show them what's up. And I saw this uh, other. It was a was it? I think it was Chicago. It's always Chicago. Chicago or Florida. Ah, oh, speaking of Chicago, um, there was this parade, and. They had like these uh, Antifa type people in the middle of the parade, mm. and they had a flag. I think you're you're gonna go there with it, yeah. And they're like, you know, like doing their stupid chant against America and wanting to like rip up the flag. So the girls are ripping up the flag. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is gonna segue back into what we're talking about. And 
she's sitting there ripping up the flag, and then there's this family over off on the side by the barrier, and the person runs over there to have the family rip up the flag. And two things caught me, that people were ripping up the flag and smiling, and their little 5-year-old to 10-year-old kids started ripping it up, too. Parents, you're the problem. Yeah, You are the reason why your, your kids grow up to be felons. And this isn't a race thing, because I've seen it all over the place. This is, parents, you are, you set so much um, identity into your kids, and they, they model you so much. And then you get mad and you wonder, where did the system go wrong? You are part of the system, parents. You're the first line, line You're the in first the system. One. Your kids are going to mimic you, what you do. Like, you had kids. It's your responsibility right. as a parent to raise those kids, not the government, not anyone else. It's yours, right. first and foremost. And, like, my parents raised me a certain way, and I've seen other parents raise their kids a certain way. And we all turned out right. Like, I'm sure your parents uh, raised you differently than mine. Uh, We ended up on the right side of everything. Awesome. It was just a different way of handling it. But I guarantee you, if my parents were raising me to disrespect the flag, disrespect the authority, treat elders like garbage, and not take responsibility for my own actions, I would be in jail. And I would be part of the problem. And then my parents would be like, where, where did it go wrong? Where did the government go wrong? We need to blame everybody else and take away yeah. their guns and everything because my kid, this happened to my kid. Wrong. Parents, you are the first line of defense for your own child. Yeah. And if if you don't think that, you need a reality check because your kid models you, like looks up to you, no matter who you are. And I, I know some, some friends of mine had um, really horrible parents or one parent was really bad. And then their stepfather who stepped in later on um, changed that in their brain and became the new male role model. So that's part of the reason why I like doing what I do at church is um, you can become that new male role model sometimes. Not so much uh, replacing, but I could be another one. Yeah, I could add to it. There's now another person who I could look up to. And there's there's a reason why, like if you ever get into law enforcement and field training, they you go with four different field training officers, three to four different field training officers. They all do the the right job. They teach you how to do it, but they have different ways of doing it. Yeah. And you build off of that. You can take part from each person, each one of the field training officers Uh and make your own way. Yeah. To do things. That's why they do it. And at the end of that video. Um, a uh, Chicago police officer who was um, probably um, voluntold to work the um, uh, the, the parade, protest. The, the, the protest, even though he didn't want to be there, but he's a cop and he does what he's told. Uh, he had enough. He walked up to it, tried grabbing the flag away, and they started mother effing him, calling him an effing pig and stuff. You hear the little kids saying it to him like, parents. You're the problem. Um, there's a reason why, like, like, and that cop probably got fired for probably it. Probably huh? Chicago, but there's a reason why. Um, you know, I'm I'm 38 years old, and I respect my parents. You know, my dad's no longer with us, but even then, like, I've never cussed in front of them. I mean, I think I've, I think I did it one time. 
and it was I'm not saying if you cuss, you're a bad person. Let me get that out of the way, Handy. It's just respect thing. Respect thing. And I think it was, uh, there was a, I remember this, this one time, because I used to paintball all the time. And I remember I was pinned down in paintball. Some, my girlfriend at the time was filming the video. And I let out like a, just a righteous F-bomb. <laughs> and um, I remember I'll, I'll show my dad, I'm like, hey, dad, you should watch the video of me paintballing. And I totally forgot about that part uh, in the video. Uh. And then he just looked at me and goes, oh, but you feel like a big boy now, huh? I'm all, uh, I was like 20 when that happened. I was like, uh, uh, uh. And I just felt so uncomfortable. This is a respect thing because there's nothing like more uncomfortable than me taking my daughter out to like Red Robin or Denny's or whatever. And the person behind me just, mother F, 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 F. I'm like, dude, yeah. is that your vocabulary? Is that all you got? Um, just respect. Real quick. I, I know it's kind of serious, but you, you brought up a story about your childhood. Would this be a good time to bring up another story about your childhood? What do you mean? Uh, somebody called in. To uh, the phone oh, number. okay. So uh, episode 10, was it 10? No. Yeah. Your dad yes. said some embarrassing stories about you. Yeah. And we shook on it on camera. So we that did. video will be down later. Um, we shook on it that we would, um, I would have my mom call with an embarrassing story. Um I do know you said there's a second voicemail. There is. I've only heard the first one. The the second one's quick, but it it's a good follow up. I did I, I for reals, no joke. I don't know what the second one's, but I'm gonna allow you to play it because I'm allowed I like to be embarrassed. Okay, hopefully hopefully this is loud enough people can hear it. All right, let's do this. All right, here's the here's the first one. Hi, this is Tommy's mom and I have a story to tell about him. Up until, I don't know, maybe 18 years old, Tommy had a security blanket. And it always had this silky stuff all around the edge, and he would never go to sleep without his silky stuff blanket. Well, when he was 18 years old, this thing was, I mean, it was a shambles. Well, Tommy put it in the linen closet and said he would not use it. Well, when he got married to Stephanie at the engagement party, or no, the rehearsal dinner, I pulled it out of a bag and told him all those years, 18 years of it being the security blanket, now Stephanie was going to be his security. And he about died when I pulled that out of the bag. <laughs> he just looked up at me and his eyes were all bugged out like, oh, mom, no, don't tell me you didn't bring that blanket <laughs> I thought it was great so I don't pull little pranks like that but I pulled that one off and I thought it was hilarious so that's my little funny bye guys <laughs> alright so on that um, it was a good blanket and um, I really did sleep with that till I was like literally up until I was married now it, it, was, a, it was a small blanket I don't know about you, so I'm going to justify myself real quick. Okay, okay wait. Before you say that, I, I had a, a blanket that I slept with when I was a kid. You know, I think it was Care Bears, the Lucky Bear, you know, Clover. Care Bears. Okay. I was a kid, though. Okay. I think I, think I got rid of that blanket by the time I was like four or five. I mean, didn't get rid of it, but stopped sleeping with it. But go ahead. Try and justify your... your... I'm fully justified. Do you sleep with a fan on? That, that is not the no, same. No, no, listen to me. Do you sleep with a fan on? Sometimes if it's hot. I cannot sleep when it's hot at all. So the silk on the outside is kind of cold. So what I would do is I'd hold it against my face. You know they make blankets hey. that are like cold blankets now, hey, right? Dude, this was like years ago, like when I was 20. I don't know if I was around <laughs> them. 
So uh, and then here's here's the thing she didn't say. So this blanket, no joke, was in shambles. It was bad. It had like a hole in it. And my mom made it. You had it repaired, huh? Well, I wanted to. Oh. But my mom, uh, for Christmas when I, um, I opened up, I'm like, what's this? This is like a jacket. Open up. She made me another one. Like Because my mom's really good at sewing. So she yeah. made one. And I slept with that. But you know what? It just wasn't the same because it didn't have, I mean, the silk, I've, it's broken in. Speaking, okay, hold that thought. Speaking of not being the same, there's a follow-up to this this voicemail maybe that, i should that was maybe, left. maybe i should hear my mom yeah you should you should hear this one so i'm gonna oh, play this, this one is all now. news to me here yeah. we go i told grandma the embarrassing story that i submitted on tommy so grandma wanted to add another tidbit when tommy spent the night with grandma he didn't have his silky stuff blanket and she had to give him one of her silky nightgowns so he could hold it in order for him to go to sleep so she thought that was funnier than the blanket story. So just adding, bye. <laughs> was I wearing it? I don't know. I, I, my, I might have. I don't know. That's funny. Um, well, no, I mean, because me, I have to have a fan on. I have to have like a little noisemaker. And I always have to have one leg out like of my blanket. So I need to be kind of cool. Yeah. And so I needed to have that silky stuff on. I, I sleep with a cool pillow. Are the, do those work? Yeah. Like it keeps the the pillow, like it has like a gel or something like that in it that now, keeps it cool. Would it work even with a pillowcase on it? Yeah. Okay. I have a pillowcase on mine. Okay. You're so serious. Right I know. Now. Um, now with, I'll just, you know, those were embarrassing, but I'm going to go to, a, I'm going to up my game real quick. Uh-oh. Um, I thought she was going to call in with the story of the time I got stuck in a bar stool. Wait, how do you? That's a bad joke right there. <laughs> Tommy walks into a bar. No, um, so it was a typical bar stool. And I was thinking, because you know how the bar stools, you have like the four legs, then you have the little cross bars that go across. Mm-hmm. I thought I could like squeeze in between mm-hmm. like that. And so I was, I was a crazy kid, like a jungle gym type kid. So I'm climbing through and I get, eh, I get stuck. <laughs> and I'm sitting there crying, Dad, Dad. And, and, I don't remember. I, I kind of vaguely remember. I was little. Um, from what I heard, I think my oldest sister said she was laughing, but they literally had to saw me out of it. And my dad was like laughing when he was sawing me out of it. And my dad would always bring it up, and be like, "Hey, remember that time you got stuck in the bar stool?" Well, no, I don't. I, well, but you're not gonna let me ever forget it, are you? <laughs> I, I watched a video the other day of a guy that was welding. He was welding a, a like iron bar railing, and he's like. He's up on this like top of a building. That's where they're doing it. And he's like sticking his head on the other side of the the railing and welding, right? A little support bar that comes up in between the the top bar and the Uh the bottom, right? He's welding and he finishes and he goes to like pull his head out and he welded the bar too high up and he was (laughs) stuck in there. (laughs) Sounds like something I would do. Um, Thanks, mom, for calling in. Yeah, thanks for that. You know, you that can, made me laugh, and I'm really happy that you didn't hear the second part. Yeah, um, but you know, there's always something about sleeping like at grandma's house, though. Like her bed was always really comfortable and everything. She had like, I know my grandma was always like, she goes, uh, "I have goose like a goose down uh, comforter and pillows and everything." And when I went back there for a family reunion many, 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 many years ago, I'm like, "Man, I'm tired. I'm gonna go take a nap." She'll sleep in my bed, 
It was like old times, dude. <laughs> I put on that silk nightgown. Yeah. That was perfect. Um, yeah, you can tell my mom lives in Oklahoma, huh? With a voicemail cutting out like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's one of those wind-up phones. Oh. Yeah. She had to sit there and do the... <laughs> the rotary ones. Yeah. We actually have one of those old phones where when I lived in a town called Alta, it was stuck to the wall. Then it had that little thing that came off and you hold it against your ear and, and you, talk, you had to talk into it. We did that. We had it on purpose. The you talk know? box. Is that what it's called? Or those are the police ones, huh? I don't know. Those little old school police boxes because they didn't have radios. They'd have the uh, yeah. boxes. Um, thanks, Mama. Love you. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else to I go got off one of? more and then we're going to hit the hop, AC. Hit the AC. Yeah. Um, and then talk about our fun topic. Oh, but, okay. Um, there's a couple reasons why I want to tell this next story. Oh, uh, yes. Um, yes, this is a good one. One. Pay attention, it folks. just happened on Friday, and it's a good uh, lesson into, um, one, not judging something quite off the bat, and two, um, how to be a decent human being. So yesterday, about 7 in the morning, I am I'm finished my first store. I'm going to an AM, PM. Filling up with gas, and I'm uh, sitting there, and there's a car kind of parked, you know, over by this the air fill station where they fill their car up with air, like their tires and stuff. I hear a guy yelling. It's not abnormal the area I was in to hear some random dude yelling, cussing, because you know they have, you know, strange rangers around that those parts, and so I don't think much of it. Filling my truck up, washing my windows, then I look over. And I see a guy, really tall guy, maybe 6'3", white guy, um, has this woman, I don't know if it's his wife or girlfriend, in a full-on arm lock. Arm bar. Like an arm bar, like a military, law enforcement-style arm bar, the style that I was taught. And she's sitting there saying, ow, and he's yelling at her, like every word in the book, get in the car. I'm like, and so I, I sit there, and I'm just staring. I'm like, is this really happening right now? Like, right in front of me. Like, am I watching a domestic dispute? Now, um, domestic violence is, I'm not sure if um, people who've ever responded to them, probably some of the most dangerous calls you could ever go on. Um, I've responded to a couple when I was in security because both, all parties are heated. The tensions are up. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why they're not good to go in alone. And so I'm sitting there and I look at, it's me and a bunch of other guys filling up our cars and we kind of like all look at each other. It was, it was so weird. Kind of all like look at each other. And we just said like, there's more of us than that guy. And we didn't even talk to each other. We just all sort of walking towards the guy and he's still doing it, yelling at her. And we, we get within like maybe like 15 feet, 15, 20 feet from the guy. And he, he knows we're there. He could see us. He's facing us. And um, one of the guys next to me goes, I can't remember his exact words, but he said something like, be very careful what you do right now, dude. He goes, "We there's a lot more of us than you right now. And at that moment, I kind of look around me because I didn't know how many people were behind me watching this. And one thing that I noticed is no one had a cell phone out. No one was, um, oh, look, a fight. Let's videotape it. World star. Let's get video of it. People that were there were legitimately wanting to help this lady. Mind you, I still don't know what's going on. My mind, uh, dude's beating up his wife. 
So I'm taking a step back, like big picture. I don't know what's going on. If I was to like all of a sudden like go after this dude, um, like yell at him or whatever, when he's not the aggressor, he's doing something else or go after her, like it could be just completely different. Like it, you have to like kind of get the picture. Now, mind you, if I was a cop, I would probably run the situation with a little bit more authority and separate them right off the bat. I have nothing on me. I have my utility knife. That's all I have. And I have like six or seven dudes behind me. So he kind of lets her go. And then I, we all take a step back because it looks like they're separating. She goes in the car. She grabs a knife. Uh-oh. Um, my um, holy crap factor went through the roof. And um, I think one or two guys behind me yelled, drop the knife. At the same time, the, the guy that had her arm lock turned around. And he grabbed her hand and he knocked the knife to the ground. And when he did that, he went down to grab it. Now, mind you, the first time I saw him, he had her in an arm lock. Now this dude's grabbing her, or now he's going, grabbing for the knife. I yell, don't grab the knife. Like that. And in, during that time, um, I grabbed mine just because I had it on me. And I'm like, if there's a knife involved now, I'm, I'm not planning on getting in a fight. But if this fight comes to me, I better be prepared. Yeah. So I grab my eyes, kind of have it on my side. That guy kicks the knife kind of like out of the way underneath the car. The, and then the lady heard me because uh, I yelled it kind of louder than the other guys were yelling because I kind of went into a different mode at that point. And she looks at me and she goes, he's not, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, that sounds like exactly like what a battered wife would say. Yeah. Like he didn't do anything wrong. And then she walked right by me. And she goes, I just don't want to live anymore. And then I go, oh, I think I know what's going on. Yeah. And so, and she was um, definitely inebriated. Um, it seemed like a little bit more than alcohol because she was kind of tweaking. And so at that point, I said, I just need you guys to separate right now. That guy, he was actually pretty calm after we all got there. I think he felt relieved that we were there. Um, and he kind of, because there was a dog in the back of the car, and he walked the dog to the front of the um, AMPM. At that point, I kind of walked away. I called 911, let Sac County know, hey, this is what's going on. Here's exactly what I heard. I heard that there was a knife involved. No one's hurt, but there was a knife involved. It was a 415, you know, which is domestic or what is it, fight, verbal uh, fight. Yeah. Um, it was like 415, 415 physical or whatever. I'm all, but yeah. he did have her in an arm lock. There was a knife involved, and she just stated that she didn't want to live anymore. So I think you guys might want to come out. So kind of in hindsight, looking, and I stayed on site until Sac County showed up, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave. May just make sure nothing was going to happen. From what I gathered, I, and I didn't follow up, but from the first, when I first looked at it, I'm like, dude, that guy's beating the crap out of his wife. But I look back, I'm like. Yeah, at the end, you, you can, like, maybe he was trying to help her. Exactly. She was trying to go do something. And he Like, would, maybe she grabbed that knife to kill herself. Right, and he's like, don't do it. Yeah. Because that wasn't the first time I heard him say, don't grab the knife. Because she was, like, looking in the car for something. I think that's why he was yelling. But I wasn't really paying attention at that point. Yeah. Until I saw him with the arm lock. And so I'm like, wow. At first glance, it looks like something, but you take a step back and you evaluate, it's something completely different. Yeah. That whole scenario lasted maybe a minute and a half. That's how long it took. And it took, um, at first sight, when I first looked at it, 
first like two seconds, oh, that guy's beating his wife. Let's go. Let's go beat him up. But at a minute and a half, I'm like, oh, no, I think he was trying to protect her from herself. Yeah. That is how fast, um, you know, cops have to um, understand a situation. That's why when they come out, they're not like you think, oh, look, I'm just getting out of their car. You know, they're not all serious because they don't know the full story. Yeah. The dispatch doesn't know the whole story. She repeats what whoever I, called what in. I said. They only have half the story. Then they go out there, and then they, based off of those things, had to make their decision on how to handle this. Now, if it was obviously like a fight happening in progress, they probably would have handled it differently. But so the things I noticed was uh, no one's cell phone was out. That, I'm I'm glad about that. Because that's the first thing you asked me. Yeah. I said, did, oh, you're, you're did all, you get video of and, it? And, and you said that as a joke? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure if I said, yeah, I did, you would have gave me crap. Yeah. And I'm like, no, not Because we, we talked about the Disneyland thing. And yeah. 500 people have their phones out and not one person does something until yeah. five minutes there in. Was that, yeah, one guy. That one guy, five minutes in. And all of a sudden. Finally, once he, he hit like the third woman. And then the River Cats ushers decided to show up with their hats. Like, yeah. All right, guys, calm down. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I noticed was um, the guys that stood up. Um, were from all different walks of life. Oh, yeah? Yep. There was me. Um, bald white guy. Bald white guy, a little chunky. But we had a couple. We had, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a couple, um, you know, um, like Hispanic um, landscapers. Like type. We had a landscape truck there. Oh, I th- <laughs> wow. I well, thought you went there. Where? Never mind. Illegal aggregates? No, no, no. I thought you were just labeling them as landscapers. No, they were. They were. Okay, like, was, yeah. And then couple construction workers um there was a homeless guy that was getting involved oh really yeah he, he rolled up on a bike um and then there was uh a female worker from the ampm came out okay um and then who was the uh, there was one more and it, that was the one that shocked me who was that one? Oh, high schoolers there was a high school down the street a couple high schoolers well oh, that's up. good that's good to know and no one's and everyone's face was like everyone's um wanting to help and I didn't see the cell phones. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, that's what the world needs right there. We recognize the problem. We got involved. We stopped it. Let the cops handle it. If people would do that, they might recognize a problem before a mass shooting. Yeah. You recognize a problem beforehand. It's good to know that high schoolers were there. Yeah. yeah. And even if they would have been, I mean, even if they would have had their cell phones out, at least they would have saw how it was handled by uh-huh. everyone else. Maybe that would have imprinted in their mind and so it with all the news that was happening because you and i talked during the week of all the garbage that happens during the week um it restored us a little bit more faith in humanity yeah just seeing that happen i'm like all right initially you only told me like hey this this is what happened Uh like i broke up a dv type thing and that was it yeah i didn't hear anything else until today yeah. And then I didn't hear all of it until just now. Yeah, I wanted to save it for the podcast. Yeah. I wanted to get your reaction on it. And, you know, yeah, there's times where I get involved in things where I probably shouldn't. But that was the equivalent of me and the other people that were involved uh, interjecting ourselves to stop it. That's kind of when it, you know, the guy at, um, in Officer Moye's thing is yelling, hey. Like trying to stop something, seeing what needs to be done. What can I do right now to help the situation to make it better and not make it worse? Now, there's that aspect of, you know, there's something active going on. There's no cops here. I need to do something now as a decent human being. Okay, there's that. And then there's the, 
that lady from episode, what, two or whatever with Taro Sullivan, who's like, we're going to go down there and we're going to get all those people who are harassing those cops out of the way. I'm like, no. No, don't do that. Look at the cops in Philly. They handled it. They're fine. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. And it, it angered they me. they have people there to handle it. It angered me. But if you were to show up down there, you would start a riot. Yeah. Let them handle it. You know? And I just, I saw that. It just restored a little bit more faith in humanity. And my wife gets mad at me sometimes when I get involved, but I think I have a gift of de-escalation, if you will, um, because I, I think you've heard me put put my big boy big boy voice on a few times. I'm naturally pretty funny and soft spoken, but you know when you, I'm mad, you try and be funny. <laughs> well, crickets. Yeah. Um, I. I You'll probably add that later. Um, <laughs> and by the way, Will placed last episode. I was dying. That was good stuff right there. But it just restored my faith in humanity, um, seeing that happen. And I mean, I hope whatever was going on with those people, I hope they resolved it. You know, um, but seeing that arm lock, I'm like, that's a familiar arm lock. I've been in one yeah. in training and they hurt and it doesn't take a whole lot to snap an arm. Yeah. So, but. So that's how I was going to, I just wanted to tell that story because I think people need to just. Um, that's a good story. Yeah. Media, that, that, the media portrays all the bad stories. Yeah. Um, that's what sells. And sometimes you got to hear a good one. And just pay attention to your friends. Talk to, talk to your friends. Get off your phone. Physically, uh, take your friend out to dinner. Talk to him. Look him in the eye. Have, you know, have a good conversation because you can't tell emotions through text. Have that one-on-one. You know, and then how are you doing? Checking up. That's why every time I say, how was your week, Wilson? That's why I ask you these things. I know how your week was. Yeah, we talked all week. I know. I, I mean, even during the, the robbery that happened. How was your week, Wilson? I know how you're going to answer that. <laughs> but I want you to know that I care about how you feel, how your week went. Hey, um, you know what a good, if people can't like distance themselves from the phone, Voxer. Yeah. That would be better. Voxer's like, fun text message because you actually get to hear the person talking. yeah because we use voxer uh mainly throughout the week yeah and it'll be like some random like hey man um did you hear about this and i'm like yeah man let's, let's talk about that and then i'll do like this five minute long voxer yeah and we handy and i do about 15 and then i get, at the most seconds and i get back in return from you okay yep i'm like really Really, that's all I get. All right, yep. cool. We're good. Well, because I'm driving half the time, so I can't text. So I just hit my little record button and it's like, so guys, um, yeah, what I was Today in is, the life of Tommy. Yeah, here's what I'm doing. I'm driving right now. You know, but talk to people. Pay attention to the people around you. Um, if you see someone in need, talk to them. Love on them. That's what's going to make this world better. And it all starts with being a good friend, being a good parent, um, being a good brother, brother sister um so i tell my daughter i say hey when we're at church and we see that new kid that comes in by himself go talk to him the kid doesn't know anybody be that friend be a friend yeah and 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 say you don't want to be that friend to someone be friendly yeah you know always say please and thank you and just be polite and show someone because you know i've gone to like restaurants all the time where the waitress is just being a psycho hose beast you know, and I'm like, this woman is on my nerves, but I don't know what just happened in the kitchen. I don't know that her grandma just died. 
I don't know her life. Sometimes it's hard to distinguish. Like there's times where I go to work, I don't talk to anybody because I have a lot on my mind. And that may come off as like I like personal to someone, but it's not. It's just I'm battling something within me. Be that person to help them battle that with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's all I got to say. But i tell you what, though. Um, I uh, am ready to turn this AC on. Yeah, me too. It's and, getting hot and, in and, here. And get to our... Um, our happy uh, segment? Our happy segment. I mean, that was kind of happy. Yeah, we're, we're building still, it we're, up. We're building, it's like a slight crescendo of happiness. <laughs> that would be a good name for like a, um, an album. Like the crescendo of happiness. Yeah. What if it's taken? I wonder if it's taken like... No, intellectual property now. Now. Boom. You hear it here first, folks. Yeah. So we'll be back with our awesome segment. That was the longest break ever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> we got really, really hot in here. We're like, you know what? Let's, Let's just let let the AC go. And you know what? What should we do and we ended while up, we're waiting? <laughs> we ended up playing some Modern Warfare 3 for like an hour. We got through 26 waves of bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, but hey. And we had some chips and salsa. It was like a... It's like a sleepover in here. It was like Opened nice. Opened up a beer. Oh, yeah. How'd you like that beer? It, uh, this is a good one. And which one is that again? This is by Crooked Lane. It's called SR16. Uh, it's a double IPA. And I'm 97.5% sure that this is David Lewis's favorite. He's the one that got it for me. And, and that's a big old can. It was yeah, like a, a crowler. Isn't... Isn't that a crowler? No, this is a growler. Oh, oh, that's what they... Okay, so... Can growler. Can is a crowler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that confused me. Because um, I remember... Um, where the heck my notes at? Because um, I remember seeing that when we went to... Um, no, not those. Oh, okay. Um, I remember when we went to... Uh, Evelyn and I went to track seven, and it said crowlers and Growlers, I'm like, yeah. well, why are they calling them? Maybe it's like... It's in a can. Maybe it's a cool way that they're going to um, name something th- themselves. You know, like they're going to be edgy and just name something. Um, it's funny. I completely... Lost. Oh, here we go. I got... Oh, okay. Um, so cool. So you tried another beer and you rated that one a what? Uh, that one's going to be a 4.5 so that one's, out of 5. That one is legit then. Yeah. I, I can see. It. I can see why it's one of David Lewis's favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to segue into our main topic. Um, Is this a good segue? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Well, it's... I mean, the topic's good, but are you going to segue good? Well, basically, he's going to go right into it because um, there's no other way around it. Um, did you hear about the Fortnite championships? Uh, only, like, what you mentioned a little bit ago. So, apparently, there's, like, this Fortnite championship, and, uh, you know, we always tell our kids... You know, you better not play video games because you're going to amount to nothing in life, blah, blah, blah. This kid won, and the prize was $3 million. Oh, my Lanta. Yeah. And for playing video games, well done, sir. That's once a year, man. All you got to do is play video games a lot, win once. Well, I pulled it, because I couldn't remember his name, so I pulled it up on the story. And this is from BBC News, and it says... uh Kyle Bugha, that's like his nickname, uh, Gearsdorf, um, and he was swatted in the middle of the game. Remember you asked me, you said, well, what's that? That's basically where um, 
Um, someone makes a hoax report, so the special weapons and tactics team uh, raid the target's house. Like this guy's got a bomb or something. So someone basically called in the middle of his, him playing and That's said, a felony. Yeah, um, big time. Not against the dude who was playing the games. It's the person who called it in. Yeah, and apparently it's happening more and more. Wow. Um, there's like these hackers that could find out like what, uh, like where they live, and they basically dox them, and so they. Which is basically telling people where the person lives. So that's that's a good time to have they. There's like companies where you can like run your your phone or computer or whatever through a IP masking thing uh-huh. to where you could say I want it to say my IP is somewhere in Africa. Is that kind of like when I get those uh, robocalls from India, but it says it's from Lincoln? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that. But now this kid, um, um. Apparently, he was uh, streaming live on Twitch, which is that video game streaming soft uh, app. Oh, and, and SWAT bus in? And it says right here, uh, Twitch is a, a well, hold on, let's see, it says, um, he was about seven hours into a trios game, and he was playing with two teammates, when his dad was heard coming in his room and saying something to him. I think the kid replied, uh, I got swatted? Like with a question mark. As in, as in before abruptly disappearing from his webcam. Then it says the other gamers on his team continued to play and won the game in his absence. And he came back 10 minutes later and told him that he got swatted and that the officers came in with guns. Wow. Dude, I would be needing some new huggies if that happened. I'd be a little angry, too. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Um, But on that note... Um, speaking of video games... Speaking of video games um, and championships, have you seen the movie The Wizard? No. You've never seen The Wizard? I don't think Fred so. Fred Savage... Oh, uh, yes. With the video games and uh, the Super Mario Brothers 3 yeah. um, tournament at the end. Good movie. I just, I, I heard of that, um, that Fortnite competition. It reminded me of The Wizard. But did, did you ever watch the show Video Game High or whatever it was? I don't think so. It's like a show about high schoolers in like a, they're basically on video, like, one of those teams that goes out and does video games professionally, uh-huh. but it's at high school. It's kind of funny. I remember watching uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's actually probably really dumb, but I got roped into it, and I watched all of it. Do you remember Legends of the Hidden Temple? Oh, yeah. When, with one of the levels I heard was like, like a video game? They're in it? I heard they were supposed to bring that back. Probably, but Nickelodeon, though, I don't know. Well, we all saw what happened to Ren and Stimpy on there. <laughs> so I'm like... it. it it might come back kind of um, very, very G-rated. Um, yeah. Like, my favorite show on Nickelodeon was, like, Double Dare. Double I love Double Dare. Was, uh, like, Hey Dude, was that on there? Oh, too? Hey Dude. Um, uh, what else was it? Salute Your Shorts. Salute Your Shorts. Um, Is that the name of it? Or was it? Yeah. Camp, yeah, Camp, Camp Autumn. Autumn. And then, there, oh, there was the other one. Um, 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 Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. Oh yes, yeah. This bring was, that back. They supposedly are bringing that back. That's my gem right there. That and tells from the crypt. That's what oh, I grew up yeah. on. Tells from the crypt was what I would turn on to when my parents weren't in the room. Yeah, that one's not. And then, what are you watching? <laughs> are you afraid of the dark? Zebra the clown, right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, if you haven't already noticed yet, and you haven't been on Facebook tonight's um, topic is video games. Video games. Uh, Something near and dear to my heart. <clears throat> um, like when I watched, uh, was it season two of Stranger Things and they were in the arcade? Brought back memories. Just being in an arcade like that. They don't make arcades like that anymore. Now, 
like when I went to Sunsplash, they have like, I mean, they had a huge, I mean, this thing was maybe the size of like two like pickup trucks and it was a Halo game. Brand new. I, I actually, I know some people who are in the arcade business. Uh-huh. Uh, they deal a lot with pinball machines, which I love. Love pinball machines. Um, but they do everything and they go to Vegas every year for the, I think it's like, it's like Comic-Con, but for arcade. Like that's where everybody goes. And they said they went there and there was a new Tomb Raider game coming out. I think it came out this year. And it's like Time Crisis. You remember that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's Tomb Raider. And the screen on it is 12 feet tall. Wow. Yeah. I remember. Um, and it's a four player one, too. Remember 98 Rock many years ago? They uh, Every time they would release a new Madden, you would win a chance to play it at the IMAX. Could you imagine? That'd be crazy. I would just love to watch that. Yeah. Or like the, one of the new UFC games. Oh, man. Like Undisputed or whatever it's called. Um, Have you been to the Pinball Museum in Alameda? There's a Pinball Museum? Yes, in Alameda. Oh, man. You, you, it's like 20 bucks. You pay, and all the all the, um, arc, all the pinball machines are open play. So you pay 20 bucks, you'd be there you for, play all, all day. All day. Oh, so you I got to go. <clears throat> I went. Loved it. You start out playing like, and and there there's like history on them. So there's like a little plaque on the wall, and it shows you like this one was made at, in this era. And some of them, you notice like the ones that are old, the 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 board that the ball rolls on is more flat, so the ball rolls slower. Oh, and then you get into like newer ones. Yeah, and you get to see the like the progression of them. It was amazing. I used to have a pinball machine in my house when I was younger. I mean, there's a lot of upkeep on them. My my dad's friend in Alabama, I think he mentioned him. Mm-hmm. But that guy, he's got like 10, 12 in his man cave pool house. He's got a bunch of arcade games in there, but he, he collects pinball machines. You could probably fit one right in that corner right there. I know. I'm thinking about have it. You, have you actually like looked and priced one? Yeah. They're a lot of money. Yeah. Well... The app, my dad's buddy, he he buys the collector because there's the, they release a machine uh-huh. and then they release different levels of it. So like the standard machine that goes like in an arcade, uh-huh. but then there's like just above standard premiere, you know, yeah. like gold status. They release like four different styles of that machine, and he gets the good ones. Do you have a favorite pinball game? <clears throat> uh, the Star Wars one is pretty cool. I like that a lot. Uh, Terminator is a good one. This one has the gun, right? Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones. That's uh-huh. that. I think that's the first pinball machine that my dad's friend bought, and uh, it has a gun as well for the launcher. Um, I can't remember. My all-time favorite one was Attack from Mars or Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. It's the one where it's half regular video or half pinball. Then on here, it's actual video. And I actually went to the coin op downtown. Uh, I've been there. Uh, the barcade. Yeah. They have one there where the uh, entire uh, bottom part of the where your ball rolls mm-hmm. is like an um, LCD screen. And when your ball rolls across it, it leaves like a fire trail. So it's like <laughs> senses it. So it knows where the ball's at. I mean, Evan were playing it. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. But that, that place scares me because it's like underneath Bring, everything. Bringing it back around. I, I did like the Metallica pinball machine as well. That was cool. Yeah. Um, the uh, pinball machines at that place, at the very, very front before you go in, 
there's like the newest machines that mm-hmm. are out. Those cost money because you uh, you don't have to pay to get into that section. It's like the lobby. Yeah. So they charge you to play it, but like they had like a Ghostbusters one. Ghostbusters is cool. <clears throat> They're cool, man. I love them. Yeah. Every every time I went to pick up that place that they deal with all that stuff, they'd have one in there that they just got in that they're putting out or they're, they got one in to like uh, work on it, you know, like tune it up and everything. I would, he'd, he'd always be like, hey, check this one out. And I'm like, oh, ACDC. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World. They have a Iron Maiden one. Yep. See, I would love to like if if I. Uh, that That would be one of my dream jobs. Yeah. If I could. Like, just work on those? Just go around and work on pinball machines. Yeah. But unfortunately, in our area, there's not a whole lot of... Pl- I mean, there's pinball machines everywhere, but, like, you have, like, only a few um, major places that yeah. have, like, arcades around here. Arcades are a dying thing. I remember... I remember... Sorry. But back in the day, when I lived in Oregon, you get your report card from school. Mm-hmm. You take it in to Electric Knights. That's the name of the arcade. You'd show it to them, and they give you a certain amount of money for an A, certain amount of money for a B. Oh, that's cool. And you could go and turn that in. They give you a bunch of money to go play at the arcade. They have uh, there's this place. Uh, was it San Diego? I think it was San Diego. It was a nickel arcade. So literally, they have like I went. I went to one in Garden Grove, and I was like, "This is the coolest thing." And then my Walmart actually in Woodland. Uh, is it the one in? Wood- yeah, I think it's the one in Woodland. It actually has a section where it's cut out. And it says arcade over it. Now, the Walmart in Roseville, the big one, it actually has like a Fortnite tournament style. Um, it's called like the uh, something stadium. There's like um, 30 computers in there. And you could like, do, they do tournaments inside the Walmart. That's crazy. There used to be something like that right over here. Yeah. That, that's fun. We used to do that like land parties. We would do all the time. Oh yeah. And when when I Call did of Duty <clears throat> Counter- every time Counter Strike. Yeah. Uh, every time a Call of Duty came out, we at church, we'd do a land night. It's so fun. Yeah. It's kind of like what we just did, man. For I know, but uh, you get you get twenty people in on it. Oh, then, then especially if you're like playing against against the people, and they don't know who you are, you hear someone get really mad at the other end. Oh, who? Who's bald Tommy? I'm like, oh, that, <laughs> that guy, the guy with an afro. That's him right there. <laughs> who's the dead man that threw the salt shaker? <laughs> yeah. Who's using the noob cannon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy got that the salt shaker. Sea <laughs> bass. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go over our top five and this just like the comedies was really hard to narrow it down. It was. See, I don't know how you did. Oh, question. Are we including arcade games as well? I didn't, but you can. Okay. I, I didn't put them in my top five, but I have some honorable mentions. Okay. So, just wondering. Um, I named them off of um, games that I own. Because mm-hmm. there's some games that I own, and I sold them back to, like, the used, used stores. And then I'm like, you know, I was mistaken. I bought it back. Okay. Um, games that I rented back when they had rental stores oh, multiple times. Yeah. Um, Aladdin for Super Nintendo. Good game. Yeah. Um and games that uh so like replayability. Yeah. And um, you know, games that this kind of just bring me back to a much simpler time. Yep. Um and, See, and any system. So I mean yeah, I'm talking from so did I. I I went through all systems and I also tried in my top five, because this is a video game. Top five video games. Mm-hmm. I tried to not keep it like 
first person shooter, you know, racing game. Right. I, I tried to span the whole gamut in my top five. Right. So, um, so did you want, I mean, I get, like we said, our list could go on and on. Um, did you want to start with your five? Or yeah, your, that's fine. Your number five. Uh, so my number five, there's a lot of good first person shooters out there. But I want I, I picked the one that started it all for me. Uh-huh. And that is N sixty four Goldeneye. Oh, okay. Yeah. I for me it was Doom. Doom. Yeah, see, I, I didn't really play Doom that much. I remember on PC my buddy Gabe had it and he would taught he taught me the uh, code so he'd clip through the walls. And oh, for some geez. reason I remember it's IDSPISPOPD. I, for some, it's just kind of like the up, down, up, down, yeah. left, right thing. I, I just could always remember that or ID clip. And so he just like walked through the wall and I'm like, this game's fun. I'm like, I'm totally cheating right now. Yeah, but that's that's the one that started it all for me. Like I, I I played that game so much. Like I knew the spawn points in multiplayer. So you'd play with four people. Uh-huh. That was a big thing. You could play with four people on one screen and I'd, I'd shoot somebody and then run to the spawn point where I knew they'd pop up, and yeah. I, I was good at that one. I think I've only played that game a couple times, but I think my wife, um, that's her favorite. Because I remember her talking, she's like, oh, Goldeneye. So I think that's like her number one. Do you, do you have a first-person shooter in your top five? Um, Yes. You do? Okay. Or, yeah. Is it a COD? No. Okay. Uh, I just want to admit, like... Call of Duty's the mainstay for per- first person shooter, but uh, that that would be in a list of my first person shooters. Any, we, could, we could do a list of yeah. best first person shooters, or we could do a list on best Call of Duties. There's yeah. that many, um, but there is a new game coming out October 25th. Did you know that? No, what is it? Uh, I think it's a Modern Warfare. Is it made by Activision or I don't remember. Because who made Modern Warfare 1? Who was that? That was uh, Infinity Ward? I think so, And it yeah. was amazing. And I yeah. think Activision, I think, turned it to garbage, I think. I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know, but this one, it looks amazing. And uh, the graphics on it, spot on, dude. It, really? It looks like you're there. All the all the videos I've seen on it so far, it, it looks incredible. I've always said, though... I don't know if I should mention this. We'll we'll wait. I'll see. Okay. If if you have something else on your okay, mine. I'm not nearly as manly as yours. Oh, okay. This is the game that brings me back to, um, maybe nine or ten years old. I still love it. <clears throat> in fact, you could beat it like in fifteen minutes. It's that short of a game. It's for the original Nintendo, and um, my brother in law he has a uh, he made this uh, tabletop arcade game. Mm-hmm. That has like thousands of games on it from every system. And I specifically asked him, well, hey, do you have this game on it? He goes, yes. I'm like, sweet. We- and and he, he has it on there. I was playing it. It's just such a fun game. Um, but it's Disney Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. I haven't heard of it. You, It's it's a like a platform game. So <clears throat> like side scrolling. Yeah. Um, on some levels, but you, you're a little person and you go in, it's like an aerial view and you're in, um, Disneyland and you got to collect these keys. I think I've heard of this game now, so now you, that you're saying what it is. So you go to the Pirates of the Caribbean, you play a level over there, then you go to Space Mountain, do a level there, then you do, uh, the Haunted Mansion, 
There's only like six levels, and then you get like the key. 50th anniversary, by the way, for Haunted Mansion. I, see, I can't even afford to even look at Disney. <laughs> and then you collect all these keys, and you then you walk into the castle, and that's the end of the game. That's it? That's it. But for some reason, I rented that game so much. Like, we should have just bought it. Um, But it's just one of those ones that I, I, I still remember the, the, the video store. Yeah. Like, we went in there, and... I just remember like walking in there to the right is a little arcade and then you would take the box of the video game. No video game inside. Yeah. And take, take it, it to up, the counter. And then they, they, give, they would you give, it. give you the thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And much simpler times. Mm-hmm. So that's Adventures in the Magic Kingdom. All right. You want me to go with number four? Or you want me to throw out an honorable mention? Uh, Do whatever you want to do. Um. Well, okay, you mentioned side scrolling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One of my honorable mentions: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a old good. school. Is could could be Sega. I think Sega was my favorite. Is that the one that had that in like incredibly hard level to beat, where you're in the water and you have like all that little electric yes. stuff? Yes, that was such a hard level for. I had, yeah. to, I had to bring out the game genie for that level. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I was game like, genie. man, it was such a yeah. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah, uh, that's an honorable uh, mention. That's an honorable mention. Okay, that that I think that's the only side scroller I have on here because they had the arcade version, which wasn't so much side scroller. It was more like a double dragon type thing where it's kind of like it moves in sections, like a. Um, I, I count that as side scroller too, though. Yeah, um, yeah. That that's the only side scroller I have on. Okay. You got? Do you have honorable mentions too? Um. I mean, I could do some honorable mentions. Okay, throw out to... a random one, um, not not one that's okay. a unique one. Uh, okay, so so a random one that that because a lot of these are coming to my head. Um, Super Nintendo. When Super Nintendo came out, um, it was like the coolest thing. It's like the graphics were oh, amazing. Yeah. And one of the best games that I got on it was pilot wings. Mm. And I always remember, Oh, this is what it looks like when you skydive. And it's not really what it looks like, <laughs> but I love pilot wings. But now when there's games like now where, uh, you have games, uh, what's that far cry. Yeah. Um, where you're, uh, jumping out of a plane landing and it's just, Fortnite. Or you know, G, do any, they both do any that? of the Royale games? Yeah, but it's just like you, you. It's just incredible to look at and see the difference in um, how much it's grown in technology. Speaking of airplane games, on my honorable mention, Top Gun for Nintendo, regular Nintendo. How about Top Gun Arcade where it moved? Do you remember? I don't. Oh man, I thought I thought I was Maverick, dude. I, really? I get in the thing, and it only moved like two inches to the left, two inches to the right, <laughs> and you get there, and, and you you hit the little button, and the little afterburner comes on. That was an afterburner that was right an afterburner, there, yeah. <laughs> going by the cave here. Yeah, way to go, Ice Man. <laughs> um, and so you hit the afterburner, and you see. But the funny thing is, you see your plane on the screen. It's not like it's first person. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's like I'm trailing Maverick. You yeah. Know? I, I still have Top Gun for regular Nintendo. It's a good game, though. Yeah. Um, so what would your number four be? Uh, so my number four, I had to throw a racing game in there. I thought you were going to say a racist game. No, no, racing. Well, Red Race. Dead Redemption? <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day, you know. Uh, no, but a lot of people say Gran Turismo is the best racing game ever. 
the best one that I've ever played. And I played the first one. I actually have the second one sitting up there. Is uh, grid, grid racing? It's got to be. So just the original grid. The original grid, grid two is good too. I have that one sitting up there right now. Uh-huh. Um, but it it's realistic. The graphics on it are amazing, and that's on PS3. Yeah, I haven't gotten it for PS4 yet. I don't know if they're going to do another one. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's got to be my favorite racing game. You remember Burnout? Yeah. Where the object was to crash? Yeah. <clears throat> I love that one. Um, uh, do you remember the, the stunt driver one? That's, dude, that's exactly what I was about ready to say. I can't, I can't one, remember what it was called. Um, oh, man, yeah. So it was, was it just called Driver? Is that Driver? Or is no, that no, Driver's one? a different game. But this is the one where you... Um, wait, okay. We could be talking about a slightly different game. There was one that came out in an arcade, and it was completely like... This is not arcade. This is on console. There's there's one on console, too. Oh, okay. And I remember you would go down, and it was, and you do the big loop in the car. No, um, this isn't This isn't that. This <clears throat> is like you're a stuntman Maybe for a called, film crew, oh, crew yeah. and you have to go and do the stunt perfect. Yeah, oh... Was one of the levels in the parking garage, and it was extremely hard I to beat. I think so, yeah. You had to, like, go forward. You had to drift and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was a good game. That was fun. Yeah. And at the very, very end, because it's like you're filming, like, um, scenes in a movie, and at the very, very end, they show you what the movie looked like. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I forgot about that game till now. One of my favorite racing games, I guess it would be an honorable mention for me, for Nintendo, was RC Pro-Am. I, I haven't it's played basically, that one. It's like a aerial view of, like, a little RC track. And you're just little cars are driving around. It's just simple. Oh, okay. Simple, man. Do you have a racing game in your top five? No. Okay. I don't. I'm, I'm not too big on racing games. Um, I love the the NASCAR games are getting good. But the, but I've heard that. And but then again, I haven't. Um, Bear, you remember Bear, right? Uh huh. He kept trying to get me to get the latest NASCAR game so that we could play online together on PS4. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe I will because I, I remember I rented some NASCAR games on at that same video store where I rented Adventures in the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and um, it uh, I think it was a NASCAR game. It might have been Dale Earnhardt's NASCAR or Richard Petty or something like that. And I remember thinking because during that time, Days of Thunder was out. Which oh, was an awesome movie! I think there's a Days of Thunder game. It could have been that even because I, I remember I'm like, dude, not only do I want to be like Maverick, I also want to be like Cold Trickle. Cold <laughs> <laughs> Trickle. Um, What's so, your number four? Um, number four. Um, let, we're going to go. Um, there there was a game that came out on Super Nintendo. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Star Wars. And um, the, this game was is Super Star Wars is what, it is, what it's called. And you basically, uh, I believe you're going through the entire, um, I believe it's the first, um, A New Hope. I think it's A New Hope um, that you that movie you're going through. Just fun. Um, you know, you have the thermal detonators and you're throwing uh-huh. them up. Part of it's side-scrolling. And then there's one part, you're in um, the little um, hover car or whatever. I'm spacing on the name right now. Um, and you're supposed to find the, um, remember that big, um, it was that big, giant truck thing that the Jawas were in, um, you'd have to go drive that in the desert and find it. And Okay. But that was Super Star Wars. I think I played that one. I think I remember that. Uh, and you just reminded me of one that would be on my honorable mention that I forgot about. 
Battlefront, but PlayStation 2. They made a Battlefront on PlayStation PlayStation 2? Uh, they, I think they made three. Is it Star Wars? Yes. It was really that, that was the first one that I remember where it's a first person shooter or maybe it's third person. I can't remember, but you could you'd you'd start and you could have bots. So AI. Mm-hmm. So you could play with other people, too. So like a second person and you could be on the same team or you could be on separate teams. But there's bots, too. And huh. you, you just play and there's like you got sniper rifle, everything. Wow, I, I love that I game. I actually, I actually have it at at home. My my PlayStation is in Jason's room. Because PS2, I, I, and I, we I have thought, that game. I thought Battlefront when it came out was originally only on the PS4. No, because I have both Battlefronts: the Battlefront and then the Battlefront I'll, Two. I'll have to educate you. Thanks for educating me. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to play it sometime. Yeah, well, we now have a place to play, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty stoked about. Mm-hmm. So I thought about bringing the N64 over here, too. Dude, I think we should um, bring it all. Yeah. Dude, just, like, have it just set up, ready mm-hmm. to go. Um, we got plans, man. Yeah. Every time a new episode comes out, this this room's going to change. I'm, I might put a bed in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might as well. I mean, you're here after the show. You're here long enough editing, so you might yeah, as well. Yeah, this one might go into tomorrow. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Uh, so what's your number three? Let's see. My number three. Okay. So this is a game that I could play over and over and over again. And I used to play it all. I, I, I think at one point I stayed up for two and a half days and played this game with my friend from Germany, Chris. He'd come over and we'd play Champions of Norath. You mentioned that in an old um, episode, and I don't remember. That has got to be, it's it's like if anybody's ever played Diablo, it's it's basically the same concept. You just go through and you play all these missions. It's kind of a, what do you call it when you can just open world? It's yeah. somewhat somewhat open, but you play different missions and stuff. You go and find stuff. But like you kill bosses and... You go and you pick up loot from people. It's is that like a, like World of Warcraft, basically. Is it a PC game? What is it? That's PS2. Wow, you're keeping it old school. Yeah, and there's also a Champions uh, Champions Return to Arms, which is the second game. Uh-huh. And then an honorable mention for me along the same lines would be Baldur's Gate, which is also PS2, and then there's a Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, which is the second one. I might like that because I'm bald. Yeah. It's mind. great. You fight giant sewer rats in the beginning. I'm and, not a sewer rat. And, okay. <laughs> crickets. <laughs> yeah. Cue the crickets. Yeah. You yeah. have you have anything like that though on your honorable mentions or in your list? Those type of games, um, I think the closest that I get to those type of games was uh, um, Skyrim. I was just going to say Elder Scrolls or something like that. Um, Skyrim is one of those games. I um, played the first, when it first came out, I played that first one a lot. On and, P- PS3? Yeah. And it's, I think the regular gameplay had like a hundred hours. That was the first ever game to have that much, I think. It's a, a game takes and, a long time yeah, to beat. Yeah. And then you could download more stuff to do more missions and everything. It's kind of like Red Dead. Like, you're just not going to beat it. It's just one of those games that just keep, yeah. they keep adding. And, that's what I like about games nowadays because you could buy a game and they just add DLC yeah. 
to it. So you're oh, okay, cool. I could just I could keep playing the same game. The thing I don't like about it is, is the, the day, space it takes on your hard drive. That and the fact that the day that I bought it, it's like here's the game and here's a million different things you could download. I'm like you guys or, should make it like to here, where it comes with it. Here's the game. You get it on the day it comes out, and oh, you have to download this update that's going to take 20 hours. Right. The first day, you're like, really? Yeah, because it takes forever, which makes me wonder when the new PlayStation comes out. I heard it's supposed to be strictly digital. Yeah, like, well, well you, you no, I've heard different have, things. Better have a big old that. hard drive on there, because the hard drives that come with these things right now don't hold a whole lot. Yeah, my I have on my PS4, it's a 500 gigabyte hard drive. I have four games on there right now, and that's it. Yeah. And right now I'm trying to download, I got Destiny 2. Have you played that one? Um, I played the first one. Um, so I got two for like $4 brand new at GameStop. And it, it was funny cause I saw it online. It was $4. And then I went into the store and I was like, Hey, I saw this. Do you have it here? And he goes, yeah, we got it. And it was like $25. I was like, no <coughs> online. It says $4 right here. He goes, really? And I was like, yeah. And I showed it to him. He gave it to me for $4. See, are those? And then I paid a dollar for the protection thing. So those are strictly online only, right? Which one? Both of them, Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. I have no idea. I've never played them. I just saw it was $4, uh-huh. and I was like, I'll try it out, you know? Because I know like a lot of those games, their servers, they stop doing the servers on them. And so you, you can't even play the game if it's online only. Um, What was I going to say? I bet it was good, though. Uh, What were we talking about before that? Um, Elder Scrolls, stuff like that. Yeah, like like how long the games take to play. Yeah, I don't. I'll I'll remember it in a second. And speaking of Destiny one and two, um, my wife's cousin's husband, Josh Bohannon, that's his number one. Is Destiny one and two? And did he post that on Facebook? Yep he he um he actually has a pretty good um, list here. I, yeah, when when I saw people posting stuff, I was like, man, there's there's some games there that could be on my list. Yeah, like um, his uh, number five was Time Splitters. I remember that one. Oh yeah. Uh, four was Legend of Zelda Wind Wind. I think he meant Windwalker or Twilight Princess. Three was I believe the entire Metroid Prime series. Two was Warframe, and number one was both Destinies. Um. And he says, as far as Destiny, he says, Destiny is my favorite for its design and combat and for the people I've met. So I'm guessing, you know, he's met a lot of friends on there. Warframe for its combat because they are probably the most honest game developer today. And the other three are childhood favorites. Um, did you ever play Crisis? Any of the Crisis games? C-R-Y-S-I-S? I think so. Yes. I think you let me borrow it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I got two. That's a good game. I liked it a lot. Different, yeah. like you upgrade your suit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. First person shooter, I think, right? Or is it third? I think it's third. Is it third? Yeah. Okay. What was that game you let me... Um, I don't know if it was Crisis, the one where you're like a shapeshifter. I think that's Crisis. Is it Crisis? Yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. I like it. Because it reminded me a lot of Infamous, but you're like a shapeshifter and you like... Like, just turn into the person next to you and just all of a sudden... Oh, wait. That's not Crisis. It's not? No. I can't remember. I don't remember what that is. I can't remember what day it is half the time. (laughs) Um, So, my number three, um, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this because it's not my number one. 
And it's the only one that I really care about in the entire series is Super Mario 3. Um, I like that one because of the, for me, that was the change of the graphics. Like Was that was that the raccoon tail stuff? Yes. Okay. That's and, a good one. And also. See, I got to tell you now, because my number two is just Super Mario. The original? I, any of them. I, I could play any of them. Mostly, I think I'd say uh, uh, Super <clears> Mario, <throat> the the one that came out on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one that came out on Wii. Okay. The one that came out on Wii was full. Is that the one where you're in the bubbles? I can't remember. I think that's just one Super Mario. I think it's just called Super Mario Brothers, but you're in the little bubbles and you're floating around. Probably. Um, it, it, it was it was a lot like the original. Yeah, it was side-scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like them all, but... I, I like three, though, too. I'll, I'll, I'll play all of them. But, like, those, I, I could I could just keep going, you know? I that, that was the first video game that I saw other than Atari, because I grew up on Atari and ColecoVision. Um, that was the first video game that I saw... That was after that was Mario Brothers. We were moving back from Oklahoma to California. And we stayed at my cousin's house in uh, Riverside. And I remember they had a Nintendo. And back then, if you had a Nintendo, you're you're the man. <laughs> and I, I just remember, I'm like, this looks crazy. And I was like... You'd, you'd have to get used to holding like B or Y if you were super... To run fast and everything, and then hitting the button as well. Yeah, you, jump, you, hold, you, know? you hold B with the tip of your thumb, yeah. and then A to jump, you just hit the bottom yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just remember that was just like the coolest thing. I was like, oh, man, that's so much because I'm so used to like seeing Atari. Yeah. And, I mean, I could go off all day on like Atari games because I still like those. They're fun. Um, you know, Combat, Pitfall, Asteroid, all those, they're, they're fun. I actually have a... Um, and I could probably bring it here, actually, because I don't ever use it. It's the Atari. It looks like an old Atari. has a little joystick. Yeah. Um, and you just plug it in your TV, and it has all the games built into it. I the, the other day, I was at Target, and they had the PlayStation 1 Classic. Yeah. With the, like, 40 games with in it. With Destruction Derby on it. Twisted Metal. Oh, dude, I wish that was real. There's some people I want to blow up on the freeway all the time. Cool Borders. Oh, dude. That was like the first game that I ever played that was that style. Uh, dude, it normally $70, I think, is the price tag on that. Uh-huh. They had it marked down to nineteen ninety nine. Really? Yeah, for like a week. Because I have the Super Nintendo Mini at home, and it's awesome. It's fun. Oh, man. It, it is so neat. It's I, tiny I little almost, thing. I was so close, and I was like, you know what? I'll come back and get it. And then the next time we went there, it was like three, four days later. They had like eight when I went there the first time. They were gone. Because I was going to buy the Nintendo Mini when it came out the, the day that of. That one's expensive. When it came out, I think it was like 80 bucks. Oh, no, it was like 100 It, it was like 150 I and think. And I was going to buy it. I was fully prepared to buy it. I was at a Walmart. And, and I remember, I think it came out kind of in the wintertime, pretty close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was at a Walmart before it opened because I worked for Frito-Lay. So I was in there doing the chips. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to look at my watch. I'm going to head up to the electronics section. Uh, maybe like five minutes before they open, I'm just going to grab one. Yeah. That way I can pay for it. I'll go put it on my truck. We're good. I This particular Walmart is in Sacramento. It's two stories. Mm-hmm. And so I go up to the electronics sections upstairs. 
I go up there. I'm like, I, I don't see them. Where are they? Well, maybe there's, maybe there's a display for them. So I'm walking around looking. No display. I'm like, what the heck? Well, maybe they only released them in certain stores. Yeah. I don't know. And so I'm going down the escalator, and I was doing a display down by the escalator, and all of a sudden I see two kids running down the escalator with these things, with this, with the Nintendo Minis. I'm like, what the heck? They had them in a in a locked cage, and they literally would not open the cage, um, or they they don't even put them on the on the shelf. Like you had to go up and ask for it. You had to go up and like ask for it. Oh. I'm like, dude, really? So I'm like, well, whatever, but. My brother-in-law ended up getting, he bought a, I think this is the story, he'll, he'll, he'll correct me. He bought a Super Nintendo Mini, and then he, I think he won one. And so he um, doesn't, he didn't want to, like, return it. So he's like, oh, I'm going to use this for, like, a fun, um, like, Christmas uh, prize. Like, we'll do play a game near Christmas, and I'll give it away. And he's the most, like, um, selfless dude. I mean, the dude will just drop, at the drop of a hat, like, just. I'll come help you work on your car. I mean, he's he's like that. And so he's just like, uh, we're going to do video game trivia. Whoever wins gets the thing. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Let's just, and he got some pretty deep questions in there. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. And I really had to think about it. And I ended up winning it. So I was pretty stoked about it. Because, huh. you know, my wife's family, they're, they're, they love their video games. I mean, my brother-in-law, Josh, he he's a PC guy. And he's just like plays nothing but pc games and then daniel he, he you name it he'll, he'll play it he's in more of a nintendo guy but he owns everything like oh, literally yeah. everything i wish like one of these days i could take you to his house and you could see his museum it's literally he has a bedroom dedicated to video games man it is nuts like his wall power glove in the original case remember the bazooka i, I have I have too many kids to have a bedroom dedicated to video games. Just send one back. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> I know you're counting down to their 18. You're all just kick on. Yeah, I like them. I like them a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's just super cool. And then when he built that tabletop, I thought that was the coolest thing. I mean, he says he'll build one for me. I just got to pay for it because he knows I do it. So I'm thinking about just like saving up money and like, Help let's, him do it. Let's go in on it together. I'll build it, dude. We could put that in here, dude. That yeah. would be so much fun. And yeah. and all it is is it's you heard of the Raspberry Pi? Yeah, it's all it is. And then he just took an old flat screen from an old computer, which you and I both have too many of those. Yeah, that's the screen. He just put it in sideways, and then he has the the buttons on it uh-huh. light up. So like the and then you just basically you turn it on, and then it's like a like a title menu, and you go. Uh, what uh, system do you want to play? Oh, let's do this. Then he goes, you can get like the, uh, remember that Metal Slug game? Like, like uh, I got a story about that. Dude, those are all on there. I'm like, dude, this is like my life growing up is in this little thing. And it's a good size. It's maybe, you know, a good two to three feet, you yeah. know, in, in size. But it's small enough to put on a table. It's a tabletop. When I lived in Oregon, we had this kid down the street for me and he moved here from Korea and he didn't know any English at all. Um, but he went to my school. So my mom, she's always like, you need to go talk to him. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm nice. So I went up, I tried to talk to him and everything, but his like cousin or whatever is there. So she's kind of translating stuff. So we got to be pretty good friends and he started to learn English and everything. That guy loved computer 
and he had pretty much every single video game ever on his computer. He probably created them. Thousands. And he, we'd go to his house and he'd sit there and he'd be like, which one do you want to play today? Metal Slug. We like Such a fun 90% game. 90% of the time we'd be like Metal Slug. And he had all of them. There's mm-hmm. like one, two, three, four, five, six, twenty. 20. Yeah. We used to always play that. I, I love those games, dude. Anthony Koo. That was his name. I'm, I'm, he probably, a lot of those kids that love video games, like, um, they're, they prop, they're probably now making them. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, my brother-in-law, he, when I had, when I used to have a PC set up all the time, he gave me the emulator. So you would have, basically it's essentially what his thing is, is an emulator. Yeah. And I would play playing some old games, dude, um, that I'm just like, I forgot about that. And it was so fun having access to all that. Um, so you already said your number two. Yes. Oh, but my, but my number three, what made the reason why I like Super Mario Brothers three so much. It's because of the movie The Wizard. Really? Yeah, because that's the one where you could um, quickly beat it by getting the whistles. Oh. And that's how I learned about that was from that movie because at the very, very end. But that one kid in the movie was playing. Warp the whole, whistles. The warp whistles. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is that one kid in the game was playing the entire thing with the power glove. Oh. And so I'm like, oh, the, what is this technology? I mean, I did the virtual reality thing at the mall. I'm like, this is nuts where you're standing on that thing and running in place. Mm-hmm. I'm like. It was a workout. I was playing some zombie game running, dude. I was done. Yeah, I mean, you and get kids to play that nowadays. Oh, and the thing is, is you can't buy them for home use. Huh. Like they only sell them to companies, and people are like, "I want to have one like at my house," and they haven't opened it up to just selling to a private party yet. Damn. I'm like, "Oh man!" Like. I think it was called the Omni Omni system or something mm. like that. You put these little plastic, you wear these shoes that have like this hard plastic on the bottom and then you're running on a hard plastic. So it's really slippery and you're yeah. in a harness. So you're running in place. Huh? Super cool. Um, man, we're getting to the nitty gritty. It's like ready player one. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I, I gotta watch it again. That scene with the shining. Oh, I was like, when I saw them all, that looks like the staircase. What? Oh yeah. They're in the, how, Huh? My head, my I, my brain was hurting <laughs> so much. Blown. It was awesome. Uh, what's your number two? Oh man, this is getting really tough. Um, I'm just re-looking at my list here. Um, I'm debating. I'm putting one as an honorable mention just because it got me so mad. That one's gonna go to honorable mention. Okay. Okay. So, number two, I believe, is a game that. I can't remember if you told me about it or if I told you about it and gave it to you, but L.A. Noir. Oh, that's a good game. Um, I forgot about that one. Because it was my first um, open world style game that I truly just like was captivated by. And you're like a cop in the 40s, 50s. Yeah, something like that. And you're in L.A. And but what's funny is the map is exactly like L.A. So you're dry, like, like those, that's a real street yeah. in L.A. Yeah. And you could go to the, the real locations. And so basically you're a cop and you're investigate. You start out as like a, a beat cop and mm-hmm. then you're, you're, you know, investigating certain things. And then you get in some foot chases and everything. But then you get called out to like certain like say they say, hey, there's a murder that happened over here. Well, you're you got to literally drive your car over there while you're driving over there. 
you get a call on the radio saying, hey, there's a robbery in progress. So you can choose to take the call. And then you get extra, like, points and stuff if you get the call. Next, you know, you're in a shootout. And then, or you go to the um, the crime scene. But when you get to the crime scene, you have to you, look for clues. You look for clues. And then you could actually manipulate the body. And that's yeah. what I remember. So you kneel down at the body and you lift up the arm and you twist the arm and you'll see, like. I think I gave you that. I gave you that game. No, you gave me that game. Okay. For the juicer. You're right. That's what it was. You're very good, sir. Yeah. Um, that was just the the one of the funnest games. Um, and it, you know, then you progress. You know, you become a you know detective, and then you start helping out with arson, and then it just it unloads at the very very end. You're it's like this huge thing that has to do with Hollywood, and you know it, it's just this massive thing that's going on. And I'm surprised they never made a part two to it. Or like something about with New York, I'm like, man, come out with another one like that. The only other cop game they came out with was Battlefield Hardline. I love that game. I love that game too, but it's not the same thing. No, because you can't just. It's not. It's not. um, It's not open world. It's not open world. And but you're. What's cool about that is, you're in Florida. Yeah. And you get to fight alligators. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So La Noir is up there. and I know they re-released it on PS4, and I was thinking about yep, rebuying. I think I was re- going to rebuy it, but it's like thirty-nine bucks now. It's still kind of high for a game that's been out for a while. Yeah. So I'm trying to wait for it used. So we're in our number one, dude. This I know. Is sad. I'm. I'm hoping that we don't have the same number one. I almost guarantee we don't. Okay, good. If if we don't, if we do, then it's meant to be. I if we don't, I don't know how this didn't make your honorable mention. Okay. Or anything. It it should have been in your... Because remember, I said my number one is in those games behind me right now. And so, I haven't mentioned it yet. So is mine. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So this is the game that I play constantly. Right now, I'm I'm playing it, but I'm playing an older version of this game. What are you looking at? I'm trying, trying to, to decide trying to what it is. Okay. An older version of it. Then, yeah. then I don't think we have the same number one. Okay, good. Um, so th- I, I will play this game all the time. It it doesn't matter when. I it it's the same thing all the time, but I I still play it. It's MLB the show. Okay. Not the same number one. That that is my go to game to play all the time. That is a good game. Right now. For PS4, I have MLB 16. We're three years past that right now. I haven't gotten a new game because I'm in season 2026 right now <laughs> on my show character. Yeah. Do you have a walk-up song? Yes. What is it? Uh, It's one of the ones that I have on my PS4. I can't remember. I gave my character, that's so they say my name. They're now batting Tommy. Like that, and also the rock, the lockup song is like just like just like yeah, mine's. I think metal. mine's a country song. Yeah. Not not holler back, girl. No, definitely not. But that that is one game that I will play all the time. It's a good game. Like I can I can pick it up and just because you can in the show you can get through like 
four games in 20 minutes. What I like about that game, too, is you literally start out in the minor league. Yeah, the lowest of the, the low. lowest. Like, so the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Yeah. yeah. And then you go up to the San Jose Giants and the Fresno mm-hmm. Grizzlies. And then, well, it'll be the River Cats now. Yeah. But um, right, right now, I have a $30 million a year contract. Whatever, Mike yeah. Trout. Yeah. The thing is about that game is um, you create your character. And I made my character like just completely not what I look like. Like I, I made it look like me. Well, no, I'm saying it's bald, but I'm a slightly taller and definitely not fat. Oh, okay. <laughs> my man, that's what I look like, dude. I look dude, like Mike Trout. That looks good. You you could have been a Babe Ruth. It could be. It was eating <laughs> enough Baby Ruth. My buddy Brandon says I look like a sloth from Goonies. You know, Baby Ruth. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Your, your eyes aren't uneven. I know. He says they are, but he's Asian, <laughs> so what would he know? Yeah. Um, or one time with him, I go, um, I was trying to teach him how to make uh, some rice. I go, dude, Amal, you would know how to like, and he was like super quiet. I go, dude, I'll teach you the best recipe for rice. And he let me go through the whole thing. He goes, you know I'm Asian, right? <laughs> I'm like, you let me go through the whole thing, and I'm like, I, I forget sometimes. Um, yeah, MLB is a good game. So, are you playing the 16 right now? Is that what you're playing? Yeah. Okay, so you're not playing the 13 right now. That's on PS3. I haven't okay. had my PS3 up for a long since. Okay. Two years ago, probably. since today when we owned it in Modern Warfare Three. Yeah. Such a violent game. <laughs> but I turned out all right. I know. Weird how that works. Yeah. He must have had good parents. Maybe. Um, so do you want to take a stab? What was oh, that? That was my headphones. Oh. I'm trying to turn around. Don't look. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, no. Where did my... Oh, no. Is that pepper? I don't think so. That... <laughs> That's either, I, I didn't get a good look at it, but it's either rotten egg, soap, or earwax. It's got to be earwax. Okay. Because I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was turning around to look at the games, and my headphones hit my mic. Oh. Um, take a stab at which one of those you think is my number one. Uh, okay, I have a couple of those on my honorable mention. I'm thinking it's got to be... Ah, Assassin's Creed or a Battlefield? It's got to be Battlefield. Okay. Yeah. You think? Yeah. No. Assassin's Creed? No. What else do I have up there? Really, Drake's? My favorite series of all time are the Uncharted series. That's a great... I, I have that in my honorable mention. It, it is the best platformer game ever. It is um, the storyline. If, if we had like a top genre like mm-hmm. all the genres that would have made it for platformer the storyline of those games are amazing i'm hooked from the beginning and what's funny is i'll be playing the game i'm like oh this has got to be the end because like i'm inside some temple and the temple's falling apart and i'm running and jumping and yeah well this has got to be the end of the game because it's like a very action-packed scene and actually you know, i'm like no and then i look at the progression i'm it only says like 10 percent. i'm like are you serious yeah um it doesn't have a whole lot of replayability as far as the storyline goes. It does. But you got to go back and find the treasures. Yep, that's what I was going to argue with you the on. The treasures, yeah. which I usually skip or I'll find them as I'm going, but I, there's a lot of them. 
Um, I, I resorted to going on a walkthrough. Oh, okay. Because I, w- I was so close to finding them all in one of the games. I was like, I don't know where these other ones are. I finally went to a walkthrough and yeah. got them. Um, which one was it? Was it... Um, I haven't played the newest one. I don't know if it's two or three. Uh, actually, I haven't played the newest two because they made one about the girl, right? That's the only one I haven't played yet. I haven't played that one or the the four. That's the one where you, you actually go back and you play uh, as Nathan Drake as a kid. And really? his and, and he, you're with his brother. Huh. That one's really fun. Um, That's four? I believe so. Okay. Because the other one is... Um, I haven't played four or the I haven't played the, the, the newest one with the girls, but the girls are in the fourth one. Chloe and... Uh, oh, I can't remember her name. I don't know. I don't know. Chloe's the... Yeah. Um. But like the one where you start out on the train, that's the first level, mm-hmm. and then um, and then all of a sudden it like flashes. Then you flash back, and then halfway through the game, I'm like, I'm I'm on a train. I'm not even thinking about it. The the crash and everything. yeah. Also, I'm like, oh, this is the beginning of the game. This yeah. is what led up to that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, this must be the end. Nope. There's nope. a whole like other yeah. like. It took me like two more weeks to play. I'm like, oh, this game is just it, the special effects are great in that game. The storyline. Yeah. And I think they were in talks of turning it into a movie, which I'm really excited about. That's going to be awesome. Um, I was thinking, like, who would play a good Nathan Drake? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, Ryan Reynolds. He could do good. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Yeah. I'm trying to think of people who have that hair. The, uh, the Nathan Drake hair. That, that That's... Channing Tatum in my book. Hey, who would make a good Sully? You remember Sully in that game, the old guy? Uh, I think they modeled it after someone. I'm thinking they? Liam Neeson. No, that's who I think. He he doesn't have the beer belly. <laughs> the little the CGI <laughs> can't handle. Uh, I think they they made it look like someone who I can't remember. I think they did too. Well, that's the other thing about. L.A. Noir is you could do the investigating uh, when you're interrogating people. You ask them questions, and then you could watch their facial expressions and tell if they're lying. Oh yeah, that's I never I never beat it. Like I never got it right. Really? Because you could say, "Are they lying? Yes or no?" And I pick no. They're all oh, they're telling the truth. I'm like, I don't know that. Um, so you're um, let's go from five to one for you, uh, Goldeneye. Yep. Um, well, I spelled it Gold Eye. Uh, Grid. Yep. Champions of Norrath, yep. the Mario series, yep. MLB The Show. Yep. And then for me, from five to one, Adventures in the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. Super Star Wars, Super Mario 3, L.A. Noir, and the entire Uncharted series. That's a good list. Those are good. I wonder what Handy would have had. I don't know. I know he was excited about this, too. But he, he might come and be like, you know, I don't really play very many video games, um, so let's just go with uh, Street Fighter, uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. That, that's one thing I didn't get in here either. If we did genres, I'd have I, to, I'd, I think I'd... Uh, I play more Mortal Kombat than I do Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, the the finish hymns, stuff like that. It's. I have you played like, the Mortal Kombat X? Yes, I have that one. Yes, why? Where you yeah. could be Jason and the Predator and everything? Yeah, oh, yeah. gnarly. Yeah. Um, those are good. Supposed to be making a new movie, by the way. That's going to be wonderful. I'll start with uh, uh, honorable, the one I was going to throw that I was debating on making my number two. 
uh, the game got me so mad, and not be- so much because of the game. It's just because of the um, situation around it. I'd play this game forever. I'd always get to a level, and then I'd always be like, Tommy, it's time to eat. Well, you couldn't save the game, so you had to hit pause. Oh. And my sister would always go in there and hit restart or put her game in, and it was always on Paperboy. I almost put that on my honorable I, I mention. I love that game. I, I have it for Sega Genesis at my house. Oh, really? they made it for Sega? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, another quick honorable mention, um, any of the battlefields. I prefer battlefields over Call of Duties any day. Okay, that's that's what I didn't want to mention. If Call of Duty and Battlefield got together and made a game, it would be the greatest first-person shooter ever made. Uh-huh. Because Battlefield always had the graphics. Always. Call of Duty always had, like, the story. If they put those together... Battlefield 1 had a pretty good story because they went back into actual history. Like, they did the... Um uh, Joan of Arc one. Have you played uh, World War Two Call of Duty? No, uh, Brandon has. I heard. Have you played uh, World War Two on uh, online and played the uh, prop game? No, I've only played the the campaign. Well, the prop game is is you're a prop, so you could be a barrel, what? and you're running around, and so you just hide, and you're sitting there, but you're a barrel. And so you see, but the other team has to find you. And what happens is, is like every six or ten seconds. There's a little whistle that goes out, like, like that, and so they hear it, and so they they're okay. It's gotta be over here, and and so, you know, they could shoot the barrel, and they they realize it's you when it starts lighting up and it kills you. Oh, but you know, you could be like uh, anything, a wheelbarrow, a barrel. I'm gonna, um, a I'm stack gonna have of to hay. look into that. But I haven't played it online at all. I've some, only played the, the the campaign. There's some hilarious videos of that on, online. I'm like, huh. that's that's kind of funny <laughs> because you see the guys just literally running right past you. Brandon has a couple videos on his uh, YouTube page of that. It's yeah. really funny. Is that all your honorable mentions? No, I got a couple more. You go ahead. Um, one that I have to mention, I played a lot when I was a kid, and I have it now at my house, Blades of Steel. Why does that sound familiar? Nintendo. Regular Nintendo. Okay. It's a hockey game. Okay. The greatest hockey game ever made. You could get into fights. Oh, I fights. love it. I love it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I have it at my house and you, it, it was, it was the basic, like, do, 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 you know, it, you're just a little square person, like on Minecraft right. going through and you pass it and the puck goes. <laughs> <laughs> you do have some good sound effects. You know, and, and, and then you go and you'd start guarding somebody who has a puck and you just run into them and they do this. Boom, boom. Boom. That's the and fighting. If, yeah, if you hit three times, boom, 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 and then they go together and they'd go boom, 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 and throw their fists and they'd say fight, and then you go and I to this day I still don't know how you win that fight. I don't know what button you press to hit the like to say throw a punch. I just mash buttons and it's just boom, 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 and you knock the person out and then you win. And the person who gets knocked out, ironically goes to the penalty box and you get the the power play but that's that's one of my childhood memories right there it's playing that game um what was the other game uh one of my honorable mentions uh i believe it was on regular nintendo 
uh, which was TNC Surf and Skate. I haven't played that. Um, it's literally what it is. It's like one level you're this little hippie looking guy and you're um, skateboarding. You have to skateboard over like different um, uh, like obstacles. And then, then you're a gorilla in like a James Bond suit and you're surfing. Um, but um, that was a good one. I'm going to <clears throat> go through some uh, of our... Before you mention anything else, I have to mention Tony Hawk. That was such a good game. The first one? Any any of them. Mm-hmm. I loved them. They were really good. I played those a lot. Those They, they got kind of repetitive towards the end, but... Uh, they definitely set the precedent for skateboarding games. They did for sure. And then once you get to the best, I mean, you just you just bring out like different venues and stuff like that, you know. Uh huh. And I felt like they did a really good job. Um, your sister had some pretty good ones on here that we didn't even talk about. Oh, the side scrolling. I I I was gonna mention Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong was a good one. Yep. Um, Aladdin. We talked about that. That we was did. a good, good game. Um, even the Lion King one was good. I didn't mind that one so much. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, she mentions Heavy Rain, which was good. Oh, that's that's a lot like L.A. Noir. Yeah. Um, I think way, she actually gave me that game to play. Way deeper storyline. Yes. Um, pretty sad storyline, too. Dark. And Tomb Raider. Um, Tomb Raiders were good. Um, do you remember the game Soul Reaver on PlayStation 2? I can't remember. So it's it's set up like um, third person like um, Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. and um, but you when you kill the people, you like you do you hit like a button and you like empower their soul and it makes you stronger. Oh, okay. And I like that one. Um, my mom likes original Super Mario Brothers, um, and she said Pong. She's older. <laughs> yeah. Um, Autumn says Super Mario Brothers as well. Um, a lot of people like Super Mario Brothers. Um, That's a staple. Yeah. Um, Pong, Centipede, Space Invaders, and Grande Turismo. Way to go, John. It's gr- it's Grand <laughs> Turismo, not Grande. He played the bootleg version. Uh, Jared Hodel. Oh, yes. He has a good list. Call of Duty, Destiny, Assassin's Creed, uh, Legend of Zelda on Nintendo, the Mario Kart. Uh, see Mario Kart. Mario. See, I didn't put Mario Kart yeah. in there. It's one of my honorable mentions, but I I had Grid. That's my favorite racing game ever, and I felt like it was kind of in the same category. But your brother was all over the place with his. He went, his his was hard for me because that's a we we grew up together. Yeah, you know. So we played a lot of the same games. We have a because <laughs> he said any Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead, one and two, Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros, MLB The Show. Which was you? Oh wait, wait, wait! Uh, Slugfest is on there, right? Yes. Have you played that? No. I have it at my house. We'll have to play it for sometime. what system? PS2. Okay. And it is ba- NFL Blitz is on there as well, right? Yes. Okay. This is Blitz, but for baseball. Okay. As you're running the bases, you're going by, and as they're throwing it, like, oh, throw it to the first baseman to get him out. Yeah. As you're running by the first baseman, you can punch him in the face. Oh, I like it. And he it. could drop it. <laughs> and you could keep going. <laughs> kind of like what um, I think A-Rod actually did that in real life. Did he? <laughs> but he hit the guy's glove. Oh. And they called him safe. I'm like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Yeah. He said King Griffey Jr. presents oh, Major League Baseball. Yeah. We used to play that all the time. Um, NFL Blitz, MLB Slugfest, 
Then um, he, uh, WCW, NWO, Revenge. Revenge. I have that for 64. If we bring it over here, we'll play it. And then my old bass player, Jeremy. Oh, he I remember that. That was today. <laughs> he says, uh, I don't play any games. I play my bass. I'm all, okay, Guitar Hero it is. Yeah, I used to play Guitar Hero all it. the time. See, I have Rocksmith. I still have Guitar Hero. I have Rocksmith as well. Jared uh, Hodel actually let me borrow Rocksmith. and I was playing it. I was like, this is legit. And well, this is actually teach me to play guitar. He ended up giving that to me. Oh, he did? Yeah, because yeah. um, Brandon ended up giving me Rocksmith, and then I got a bass and I didn't realize that you could play bass on it too. So I was like, that's I'm cool. going to learn all these songs. Yeah. Um, uh, let's, I got some more here. Go ahead. Uh, big one that almost made my list. And I've talked about this a lot through the last week. Cause I, I work with someone who plays video games. Um, Borderlands. That's a good game. And that's another one that you can never really beat. No, it, have a lot it, of DLC comes out for it's, it. It's great. Like it's it's different. It's like cartoony, almost comic book style. Yeah, you know the the graphics and everything. It's like and Mad Max is a comic. Yeah, and they also have a new game coming out. Really? Yeah, September thirteenth, Borderlands three comes out. See, I never even finished the first one. Yeah, it it looks good. If you look for videos on Borderlands Three, mm-hmm. just watch them. They're hilarious. Oh yeah, there's some. They they've done an amazing job of, of marketing that game. I think I've seen some stuff being marketed on yeah. it. Um, uh, let's see. I, I talked about Diablo already, didn't I? Did I not? You have it. Well, you mentioned it earlier as far as a. Oh, like Champions of Norath. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's an honorable mention for me. I have Diablo 3 for PS4. It's a great game. Uh, StarCraft as well. Do you have anything like that on your list? Um, uh, Command & Conquer. Okay. This yeah. Same, same style. Um, a big one. I have it actually on the computer here at the studio. Sniper Elite? Sniper. Yeah. Yep. I love that game. Cause I go on here to like like work or, or yeah. look at the stuff. I'm like, you've been playing video games on the work on the work computer. I got that one for like seven dollars right this when is it the, came out. This is the work computer. It's not. <laughs> uh, and then I have Blitz on here as well and Slugfest. Um, the only arcade game that I have on here that made my list for honorable mentions: Time Crisis. Step on the thing. Yeah. Yep. I love that. And and if you got the good ones, the gun that had recoil. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're always broken. And then I also put Guitar Hero on here. Yeah. Um, let's see. For like um, honorable mentions, just because I love the game, but I was also um, the only way I would actually ever play it is um, what are you pointing to? the time oh dude we're going we're almost at three hours That's here good stuff right <laughs> wow. here our, our video game fans are gonna love it yeah um we'll wrap up here shortly um uh it's be, the only reason why i like this game is so much is because i can play it with unlimited lives which was contra yeah you know and because i i would do that little up down up down left right it'd like start thing cool thing played to steel uh-huh it's, so there's i think there's i can't even remember three periods or something like that in hockey I can't remember. I, d- I don't know. All I know but, is the power play is. Okay. In between one of the periods, every game, the first player, you know, player one, player two, uh-huh. first player 
they'd do a little intermission in between. You could play Contra. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Did they ever make that a movie? I don't know. Huh. Well, I know it was like Commando with Arnold, but I don't know if that was so much Contra. Yeah. I don't um, on your line of uh, good games that like there's multiple of them like uh, Borderlands, but I've always liked the Bioshocks. Oh, that room. The Bioshocks, I, I don't think I've played before. First one, you're underwater. Second one, you're um, in the clouds. Yeah, I haven't played that one. It's 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 a weird game because you like harvest kids. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um, it's a Jeffrey Epstein game. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah, see how I did that? Um, because a jerk. That reminds me Fallout. Oh yes, yeah, Fallout. That's a great series. Yeah. Okay. So 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 Fallout and Bioshock. Well, I would say I don't. No, because Bioshock has nothing to do with it. Fallout. They, or, they Bio, always come out at the same time. Borderlands is basically a cartoon version of Fallout. Almost. It is. Yeah. Because I mean, a really comical version. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're excited about the new Borderlands coming out and Call of Duty and the new Call of Duty. Have you seen the preview for the game called Cyberpunk 2077? No. You got to watch that. I'm going to have to look it up now. Before before I leave tonight, you're going to look it up and watch it. It looks amazing because Keanu's in it. Oh. Yeah. Our guy, Mr. John Wick himself. Wow. Yeah. Um, they need to make a John Wick video game. Yes, they do. Oh, dude. Isn't it basically Hitman and... uh. It's like Hitman mixed with Splinter Cell, mixed oh. with uh, every other yeah. game. But, you know, something about, um, oh, they need to make John Wick a character in Mortal Kombat. Dude, that'd be cheating. Wait, did they make John Wick a character? Oh, th- that game, um, Payday. He's a character I in think that? he's a character in Payday. I haven't played that game. Because you and I had some issues with that game when it, we first, did. Came, when it first came out. Yeah, that's... I, I don't like the idea of giving people ideas on how to rob places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially armored trucks. Yeah. Um, and but now they have like payday three, payday I, four or something I paid, like pay, that. Payday two and it's set up kind of like uh, GTA where you go out and you, you know, you do these little heists, but then you got to go back to your, um, you know, headquarters. Yeah. And you could do your, you have your armory and everything. I just had a, during that time, I was like hitting too close to home with the um, armored truck thing. Yeah. So definitely give that a look. This this is a, this was a good episode. We could go on for like four more hours. I could keep going about video games. Yeah. I think what we're going to need to do is do a genre, uh, start doing a genre one. Yeah. So we'll add it to the board of different genre. Um, like so, we'll have our favorite racing games, favorite fighting games, side scrolling, sport, sports games, uh, favorite games on Super Nintendo, favorite games on Atari. Oh, like we could just go on freaking forever. Genesis, Genesis, Dreamcast, Sega CD, Sega Saturn. Oh, <laughs> I had both those. The the Sega Master System, where you didn't even need a game to play; you just turn it on, and it was hang on. Yeah. Do you, Do you remember? So they had uh what what did you say before Sega thing that helped you Game Genie Game Genie and then they also had a Super Nintendo one Yeah, I think it was also called a Game Genie. Was it? I think so. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't think they do like 
they don't do stuff like that now for the games that are out now. You basically uh, just, uh, you know, you 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 have like little. I, I used to, oh, uh, he was talking about uh, my brother talking about Blitz. Mm-hmm. He used to do all the like big head and stuff like. Oh, I oh, just I remember remembered that. I just remembered a game, NBA Jam. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, I love that game. It's the nail in the coffin <laughs> from downtown. Oh, man. He's I'm on fire. fire. <laughs> oh, I love those games. Those were awesome. Three on with three. The, with the big heads. Yeah. Yeah. And you could change everything in that. Do a beach ball for the ball. Yeah. yeah. Those games were awesome. Yeah. Um, what was that uh, baseball game? Um, it wasn't the show. Oh, the bigs. I haven't played that one. Because there's one, there's a level where you're a Prince Fielder, who I don't like, but you're Prince Fielder and you're like in Times Square and you're doing a um, like a home run derby and you're like hitting it miles and it's like busting out like lights and buildings and oh, you get points. Oh, yeah. I that, remember, that wasn't Biggs though. That was something else. Wasn't the show. I swear it was the, called the Biggs or something like that. Uh, Adam Wilson. You will know. Yeah, um, call us, 916-259-3030, yeah. or just text us. Yeah, one of the or two. Facebook, you know, anything. Or you could just, you know, make me dinner and just let me know over dinner sometime. Send me a text. Yeah, that's easier. Yeah. Do that. Uh, yeah, I remember you used to hit it and just keep going. You'd hit a billboard or something like that or, yeah, Megatron. Yeah, Jumbotron, Megatron. Yeah, that, the same thing. Transformers, yeah. Iron High. <laughs> yeah. Um, you reminded me of something else and I forgot about it already. Brad Pitt. What? Oh, I thought you said, I remind you of some, something else. Oh, no, 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 Matthew no. McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, this is a long episode. I am, I apologize, people. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know it went to almost three hours. Wilson would not shut up. This is going to take a long time tomorrow. Yeah, to, to edit. edit and render. And I'm sleeping in tomorrow, and I'm heading to the Bay Area with my family. I'll have fun with that. Oh, I will. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm not going into the uh, the city. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to the outskirts in Marin County. Speaking of the city, I heard a story today. Oh, here we go. I tried people. From, I tried from my my lovely wife. Uh, she saw something where a person did like hair or something like that. Like, I thought it was a heroin. No, <laughs> like like uh, like <clears throat> salon okay. type stuff. She is leaving the Bay Area. She's moving. She's been there for twenty years or something like that. Because every day she has to go out in front of her shop and clean up heroin needles. Oh no, kidding! And poop disgusting stuff kick the homeless people away from her shop door and she's tired of it yeah it's what's funny about that whole thing is um they gavin newsom said something the other day and like i said we tried oh, we tried did to, we talk about this earlier we might have and we're, we're like i said i don't want to go political but i i gotta say it he said something like we we don't have enough to or something like 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 we don't have the funds to uh, help all these illegal immigrants that are coming mm. in. Sorry, I remembered now well, where then, I heard. And then, then I said, well, "Why are you focusing on them and not the Americans homeless? The 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 Americans first. I I heard him say that 
the the problem right now is all the people moving here from Texas. That's mm. what he said. Um, Texas uh, listeners, um, can you name can you, one yeah, person who's moving from your state from, from California? Texas? I think it's the yeah. other way around. Yeah, he's a maroon. Yeah, because um, everyone's moving to Texas. Yeah, I know people in Texas are complaining that we're moving there. But thing is, is they're not leaving there to come here. If you do, you're a maroon. Yeah. There's um, no reason to come to California. Yeah. I mean, the things that come out of that guy's mouth, I'm like, you know what? I'm all for helping people. Like, illegal immigrants, cool, help them. But we got to take care of our people first. If I have, like, I mean, this is just me. If I have, like, $100 on me and I need $100 to pay to feed my family, um. I'm going to use that money on my family because mm-hmm. they're priority, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if I if it only costs me like $10 to feed my family and I have $100 and I know $10 is going to help someone else, I might just say, you know what, I have, here's $10 more. You, I'll help you out too. Yeah. But you have to take care of your own. And yeah. that's where America's issue is, is we get ourselves involved in other people's wars where I'm like, we sometimes just need to stay out because we have a war right now on our border. I mean, have you seen the new Sicario? Um, amazing movie. That's really happening. We have like a terrorist organization on our border that we need to fight. And the whole thing about uh, the bill that was signed and got, I don't know if it was a bill, or, but Trump was saying. Wait, Donald Trump? Yes. Okay. Make sure yes. we're talking about the same guy. The president of okay. the United States. The guy from he, TV? He was saying. People who are coming from another country to here need to claim asylum first in a country that they're passing through before they claim asylum here. Okay. So if you're coming from like Venezuela or whatever. Yes. All like all that flood of people that are coming up. You need to claim asylum in Mexico first. Yes. And that is a wonderful idea. Because... Basically, why, why do we have to be the savior of everyone? Right, exactly. When obviously we have homeless people. Uh, when when uh, Brown was in office, we had homeless people dying on the steps of the Capitol. Yep, during the winter because they froze to death and dying from heat exhaustion during the summer. And same, yeah, same thing. And and we aren't looking at them. We're looking at well, we have to help these people that aren't even citizens. Right. It just makes you wonder. Uh, that's, that's as political as I'm going to get on this show. Yeah, the priorities are definitely in the wrong spot. Yep. And um, I, I hear stories of other states and what they're doing. I'm like, man, I wish it could be like that here. Yeah. Because we, we do have a great state. It's a beautiful state. We have everything here. Two hours to the east, we have snow and mountains and beautiful trees. And then two hours to the west, we have have oceans. Two hours north, we have the redwoods. Two hours south, we have Fresno. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Keep going. Four hours, we have Bakersfield. Mm, Oh, no, keep going. We have LA. Oh, God, LA sucks. We have San Diego. San Diego's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, LA sucks, especially the Dodgers. Stay to Jefferson. That's where it's at. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just. yeah. Sorry, didn't mean to get political there, but I tried cutting you off, dude. And Sorry, you went there. Now we're gonna lose the one fan, dude, in, in San Southern Francisco, California. The oh. one Dodgers fan. Yeah. Actually, I think the only Dodgers fan that listens to us listens in Oregon. I think I don't know if he listens though. If it's 
Jose Garcia, if you do listen, send me a text message. He's in Oregon? Yeah. Well, he's from, his family's from LA. Oh, okay. Yeah, he moved up there. He was smart. He got out of California. He's a great <laughs> guy, though. Um, but, right. you know, his baseball team choices just suck. So, yeah. Um, all right. Why don't you give that shout out to your, um, my buddy? Your buddy. Since, buddy. since you always yell at me for doing it, I'm going to yeah. let you have this one. Okay. Uh, make sure you check out MSR Arms. Wonderful person. Um, he'll help you with that with whatever you need. Um, he's a great guy. And like uh, I I was there the other day when he talked to somebody on the phone for hour and fifteen minutes, and a lot of it did not have to do with work issues. It had to do with just the, the the guy wanted to talk, and he was there for him. He's a great guy, um, but he he does a lot with AR fifteen, ten, whatever AR rifles and pistols. He'll help you out if you're looking for something. He has the part, trust me, would or he, he can get it. Would he be able to help me if we're playing Call of Duty and I say, "Hey, I'm gonna upgrade my weapon. What should I get?" Would he be like, "Hey, get this"? He he probably could. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So. If you want to do that, because right now I have a grenade launcher on a Glock 19. Yeah, that doesn't work. No, all right. no, bad choice. No. Yeah, ACOG scope on a yeah. on a MP5. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, all right. Um. Also, uh, we're on Facebook. We are at um the real WTH show. Yep. Which means Wilson, Wilson, Tommy, and Handy. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Like what the heck? Yeah. Um, and then we're also on YouTube. Um, at the real WTH show as well. Instagram. Instagram is I, the same way. I think the only place that we're not on like that is, our, is I think the only place where we're called the Wilson, Tommy and Handy show is on our actual name of our show. Podbean. Yeah. Or iTunes, iTunes or wherever yeah. you're listening to the That's podcast. That's the only place. Everywhere else is the real WTH show. Yeah. I know it's kind of weird. It is. I, mean, I wish it was all streamlined, but you know what? Whatever. Whatever. Um, yeah, and like like I said, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, right now, there's a couple of video links online, and all you do is just click on it and then click subscribe. That's all you got to do. Yeah, um, you don't have to you don't have to do the search and stuff. I'll I'll do all that for you. And uh, two more episodes should be coming out later this. Um, I think this week. This week, maybe um, maybe a little bit later. Yeah, the at least one will come out this the week. The uploading takes. Uh, the editing doesn't really take a whole lot. It's just the uploading. Yeah. Because uh, you got to upload it like three different times um, to put it on YouTube. But so the next ones coming out are going to be episodes nine and 10. Yeah. And then after that, it'll be 11 and 12. Yeah. Because um, that's what we could fit on our USB at the point. <laughs> um, we'll catch up at some point. Yeah. And we'll kind of be even. Yeah. Yeah. But because um, we're starting fresh here. Um, but thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for. Um, lending us your ears for the last the way three. The cookie crumbles. Oh, later's on the minji. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you later. I'll see you another time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me, Jobin. <laughs> <laughs> love, right. you, love you, man. And and since Handy's not here, bye. <laughs> bye.